This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, April 5th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, police are investigating after a 15-year-old male was shot and killed Monday afternoon on his way home from school in North Philadelphia. According to police, the shooting happened at 2.40 p.m. in the 2200 block of North 15th Street near the Tanner Duckery Public School. The 8th grader was shot four times while walking home, and police believe he was targeted. Officers heard the gunshots and raced over, rushing to the victim, uh, rushing the victim to an area hospital where he died from his injuries. A backpack a math textbook, and a notebook were left behind at the crime scene. No weapons were recovered and no arrests have been made. Anyone with information is asked to contact police. You can call 215-686-TIPS. Philadelphia health officials are warning people that there could be a new wave of COVID-19 infections. Even though COVID cases remain low in Philadelphia, health officials are now encouraging people to wear masks indoors as they see an increase in cases. Epidemiologists have always kept an eye on Europe as an indicator of what will happen in the United States when it comes to COVID. What they are seeing now is the spike in the BA2 variant. Philadelphia cases have increased more than 50% in the last 10 days with an average of 94 new cases per day. Mm. Wearing masks indoors is just a recommendation at this point and it is not a requirement. Health officials in Philadelphia are keeping the all clear status but are suggesting masking indoors again. You will now be able to get a Jersey Shore favorite in Philadelphia. Opening day for the Phillies is set for Friday at Citizens Bank Park and this season Mango Mango Pizza will be bringing its taste of Ocean City to the ballpark. Look for plain pepperoni and a series uh, special near Ashburn Alley. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Howard's Colby's Southern Kissed Kitchen uh, chicken will also be another welcomed addition to the ballpark. Uh, you can find it right behind first base, his home base for more than a decade with the Phillies. The Big Piece Sandwich, a nod to his nickname, is the signature item. Howard said you can also expect to see him at the ballpark as well. Is that a genital reference or what is the, uh, the, the Big Piece? Big, big yeah, piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know that was his nickname. He's just a large guy. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely <laughs> a big piece. So big he's piece? going to be at the ballpark. And you that's were... what he says. Yeah, he says okay. he's going to come up and, and he's uh, ex- he expects to be here at the ballpark. You know, not every game, I'm sure, but okay. he's saying he wants to make visits here. He was yeah. sort of part of, the, part of the piece of the lineup that was missing for a stretch. So uh, gotcha. he's, yeah. he's a big gentleman, so they had Chase Utley. Why did I even think that? Jimmy yeah. Rollins, and, and he had massive genitals, Steve. Yes. So yeah. That played in as well. Utley was, <laughs> they called him the little butter and jelly place has the big penis sandwich, which I think is kind <laughs> that's of weird. Yeah. Uh, you know, you see him down in Wildwood all the time. He uh, you, you catch him riding his bike. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. All the time. Awesome. Um, yeah, so they're saying he's going to be at the ballpark, and yeah, now you can get uh, Manco and Manco's pizza at the ballpark, which is uh, pretty cool. Uh, as for opening day, fans will get a fleece headband. Dan Baker, the voice of the Phillies, is celebrating his 50th year. He will throw out the ceremonial first pitch. In sports this morning. <laughs> With only four games remaining in the regular season, the Sixers return to the hard court tonight with the game in Indiana against the Pacers. The Sixers are tied for third place in the East with a record of 48-30, and 30, while the Pacers are out of the playoff race with a record of 25-54. and 54. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. The Flyers have a game at home tonight, and they'll take on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Neither team will make the playoffs this season, as the Flyers have 22 wins and 55 points, and the Blue Jackets have 32 wins and 69 points. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock. In NFL news, the New Orleans Saints doubled up on 
first-round picks in the, this year's draft, while the Eagles push one of their three first-rounders round, back into 2023 as a result of a trade between the two teams. In the trade, the Saints received two 2022 first-round picks and a 22 sixth-round pick, while the Eagles received a 22 first-round pick, a 23 first-round pick, and a 24 second-round pick, plus a 2022 third-round and seventh-round selections. After the trade, the Eagles will pick twice in the 2022 first round because they still have the number 15 pick. And in the NCAA, the Kansas Jayhawks are the national champs. They were down 15 at the end of the first half, but came back from behind on their way to a 72-69 victory over North Carolina, bringing a fourth championship banner back to Allen Fieldhouse. When it was over, Kansas completed the biggest comeback in title game history, surpassing Loyola-Chicago rally against Cincinnati back in 1963. And that's that for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. So here we are, whittling our way through another work week together. We have some things that uh, I think you're going to enjoy today, including a chance to win a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo for free. Courtesy of our friends at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And you'll find them at 1729 South Street. So that's engaged. That's ready to go. Text word tattoo. And we'll maybe pull your name by the end of the show. Let's see if we can get you in there. All right. So think about what kind of a design you might want. And then text the word tattoo to 39333. Some other things going on this morning. Uh, We are going to have on this very program in the 9 o'clock hour. Somebody I've always wanted to have a chat with. And we get to do it. Mr. Alex Lifeson of the band Rush will be joining us. Very cool. Alex has a new band. It's called Envy of None. His bass player is called Andy Kern, and he will be joining us as well. It's a self-titled debut album, and it comes out on Friday. There are pre-orders that are available. It sounds absolutely nothing (laughs) like Rush at all. No. So we will talk to Alex about that. should be pretty cool. So in the 9 o'clock hour, we will have that interview. And today, we're going to play show and tell. (laughs) I don't even know if you, the word play is the is the proper word, but we're going to have show and tell right, in the program. Yeah. A few of us have brought in some items that we thought might be worth sharing with each other, telling a little story about it. And, uh, you know, if you stream us on uh, YouTube, you'll be able to uh, to see said objects that we have uh, brought in this morning. Who all brought? I brought something. No, I brought something. Nick did, and Casey did. A okay. slap in the face to me to realize I have nothing worth showing that, or telling. Come on, man. You have... All of those action figures. That, like, oh, you've ne- so We've look what I have, it. guys. A Batman figure. I, like, I'm trying to look for something that's unique. Yeah, I'm, I don't, I have no idea what to bring in, so I'm interested to see what you guys bring um, in. I hope it gives me an idea of You what. do still have your Beanie Babies, right? Yeah, but. You could have brought those yeah. in. They're stuffed animals. You've seen, be- you know what? So stuff- what? We can but you know what they look well, like. Uh, no, here's what we're going to do. We're going to see what you guys brought. Yeah, Maybe we'll get yeah. a good idea, get what, idea what you were yeah. thinking. Because I was thinking something. Actually, I was entertaining the notion of bringing my mother's ashes. Uh, so I have those. Oh, wow. and see? see And see if I could rebuild her. Okay, <laughs> we're going to play with that. Yeah, yeah. You just need a little water in there. Water, yeah, yeah. Stir. Uh-huh. And then you need one of Shake those form <laughs> pans. You know, like a pan that's in the shape of my mom. That's show and tell. <laughs> Probably need a blender or food right, processor right. or something and like that. And a gelatin. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, congeal everything. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, anyway, it's just, you know, something uh, unique or interesting or something you're proud right. of or whatever it may be. Well, so, you guys are going to set the bar for yeah, us. We'll Mine is going to be so dumb. <laughs> Just wait. No, don't, okay. don't say that. Oh, no, I don't let, care. Let us yeah. say that. Yeah. No, Marissa, Marissa might have the dumb one because she she did her hands in this gesture like, I kind of have something maybe. So, I don't know. Right. We'll, have to, we'll, we'll see right. what that is. So, we'll get to show and tell in the 8 o'clock hour. It might not go anywhere. <laughs> 
We'll find out together. Watch but, on YouTube. Yeah, watch on YouTube. I know it's radio. Show and tell. I don't, yes, we what? know this. We got to baby. tell. Just trust it. us. And yeah. what we do is we describe theater of the mind. We'll ex- explain these things so you have a clear, vivid picture in your head of Preston, what we're talking about. Are you going to be nervous standing in front of the class? Uh, you know yeah. what? <laughs> I remember being nervous as a kid. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I always I did love show and tell at school, though. It was so exciting. Yeah. Because rem- you would bring something you were really proud of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Preston, I brought in. A full Civil War sword. <laughs> a full sword. Yeah. Yeah. They won't let you even do the, the handgun, no. finger gun. I brought that in in second grade. Yep. All right, well, we'll see what our objects are. A little bit later on this morning as we do show and tell. So we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. The entertainment report and a stupid question is stuff to give away. Hang in there. We'll be back in a moment. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, we're going to go with a stupid question this morning. Give away a prize. We have a pair of sweet tickets to join Mr. Brad Porsche as NASCAR returns to Dover Motor Speedway on May 1st. And the question I have for you is, the atomic number represents number of what in its atom? 215263WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. All right. The atomic number represents the number of what in an atom? Call now if you know the answer. 215263WMMR. Is a number. I'm going to mention some birthdays, and I always look over at IMDb. Nick has this pulled up on a monitor in front of me, and I saw this girl, and I didn't. Re- I kind of recognize her. I'm like, who is her? So I clicked on it. Her, she's an actress. Her name is Krista Allen, and the first mm-hmm. thing that pops up, you know who she is? I'm familiar. Yeah, she's is she the elevator girl in, in Liar Liar? liar. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? She's like everybody's been so nice to me. Well, that's because you have big jugs. As <laughs> he has. Oh my god! He yeah, has yeah, to yeah, tell yeah, the yeah. truth. <laughs> And she was also in Steve in Anger Management. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's one of the porn stars that goes to Anger Management. Her and uh, January uh, Jones. Jones. That, oh, I didn't the, remember. The, that's right, January Jones. Porn stars. Yeah. yeah, that's before she really hit. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I'm like, I, I know that gal. She's also in a pretty good. If you remember the, the series Project Greenlight, they 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 did one um, series where they were making a horror movie called Feast. And she is the female oh, star okay. of that movie. Okay, I didn't see that. She is uh, 51 today, by the way. So I thought that was worth mentioning. Uh, we'll move on to the Barney Miller uh, television show and Max Gale, who played Wojo, Wojohowitz. Uh, he is uh, 79 years Always old. Always like that character. He did yeah. a uh, fair amount of character work himself. Was yeah. he was he bald during Barney Miller? I don't think during yeah. Barney Miller. Okay. I think he eventually right. he he did bald, but I don't remember him having a, a completely clean scalp back then. It was so great when we had uh, Hal Linden here. It was yeah. great. Barney Miller himself. What yeah. a nice guy. And I, that was a, it was a huge show in his time. Solid ensemble series. Yeah. One of the best ensembles. Abe Pagoda. Abe Pagoda. Out loud. Yes. Uh, so Max Gale is 79 today. Uh, Michael Moriarty. Yes. Great he's, actor. He's 81 years old. That guy does not 
look that no. age to me. You know, no. he's quirky, a little weird. He's he a solid actor. Yep. Again, I always invoke one of my favorite baseball movies of all time, Bang the Drum Slowly. Mm. He's in that with De Niro. Uh, so, eighty-one years old today, <laughs> uh, Agnetha Fuxcog. Oh, oh. uh, she's a sing F A L. She's from ABBA. One of the Abbott chicks. Yeah. She's uh, the blonde. And she turned 72 years old today. Abba Peppers Freed and Onions. Right? Abbott Peppers and Onions. <laughs> uh, they are, I read this the other day, they're re-releasing a very big concert film uh, that ABBA had in the late 70s, I believe it was. Oh, so they gonna, dominated. They're going to redo it. Yeah, they were They were massively popular. They sold just millions and millions. Like almost it's like, like a billion, billion right? records. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so so uh, Agnetha is celebrating her 72nd birthday today. Uh, Nick, there's a birthday in the world of Pearl Jam today. Oh. Mike, Mike McCready's yeah. birthday. Oh. oh. There you go. Okay. I saw uh, yesterday he is going to be on Ozzy's new record. I don't know if you saw that in Music News, Preston, but um, Ozzy, I don't know if Ozzy released the, this information or McCready did, but uh, let me see if I can uh, pull it up. But yeah, great guitarist. Under, kind of underrated guitarist. I agree. Yeah, he was He was kind of the, I, I thought he was more the rock end of of Pearl Jam, you know what I mean? Yeah, a little more blues riffs yeah. and uh, uh, Stone Gossard, sort of the rhythm guitarist, but yep. Mike's incredible. So, uh, you're playing with Ozzy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this is like a thing. <laughs> and he was not yeah, aware. Not happy. Yeah. So uh, he's fifty six. Nobody made me aware of this. <laughs> <laughs> so the rocky impression that never hear. Hey yo. Hey, hey yo. Uh, hey, you playing with Osby? Oh, this is my rocky impression that never hear. Uh, so yeah, there's uh, there's a post on Pearl Jam online line that says, uh, yeah, uh, Mike is going to be playing on an Aussie song. Don't know which one it cool. is yet. Uh, so he's 50- Aussie doesn't even know. <laughs> yeah, right. He's 56 today. Then you have uh, Greg Mathis, who is the judge on the Judge Mathis TV show. He is 62. I can't watch those shows. I know. I can't. I, say. The, the only one that I'll occasionally catch because it's in prime time. He's not even a real judge. A Steve Harvey show. Uh, Mitch Pelegi yes. uh, from the X-Files and Sons of Anarchy. And he, what was that uh, horror movie where he was, sh- was a shocker? Oh, oh, he was shocker? Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Horace? Horace, uh, whatever the name right? And he, he's, they, they try to kill him in the electric chair, but they yeah. only make him like. Yeah, they send him through yeah. the electrical system. Right, right, right. Yeah, he lives in your that was, in, in the wires and stuff. That was a Wes Craven movie, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Uh, he is uh, celebrating his 70th birthday today. Uh, the lovely Haley Atwell. Oh, yeah. Uh, Agent Carter from Captain America. And and the Agent Carter TV show is excellent. I loved both seasons. Yep. I would have loved to have seen it continue, but we got what we got, which is terrific. Yep. Um, it seems now, as of late, people have been... Um, Made more aware of her curvaceousness. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Uh, I didn't know. Right. You had to point it out to me. Right. And then I saw her in a Black Mirror episode, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh. I didn't know she had those. And rumor has it that working on the Mission Impossible film that she is um, she's with Tom Cruise now, that she's the girlfriend. I oh. love her English accent, whatever that is, yeah. whatever region that is from, her and like uh, uh, Leah from Joel and Leah, yep. she has a similar one. Yep. Uh, and I watched the um, What If series with with, and she's I'm Captain Kata. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. Love yeah, yeah. that her her twist on on that uh, English accent, whatever her 
um, uh, regionalism is. And she's re- she's just really good. Yeah, she is yeah. really good. She celebrates her 40th birthday today. So happy birthday to Haley Atwell. And then <coughs> another Brit has a birthday today, Lily James. Lily, 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 Lily. Now, talk about curves. The ones in Pam and Tommy are not her curves. Uh, and it looks... So real as uh, as uh, best as performance Anderson. by prosthetic breasts I've ever seen. My <laughs> wife and I are watching it, and I'm like, "Where does she end? Where she begin?" And that thing, I don't know how uh, they yeah. did it. They had full blown, fully nude, you know, to a level sex scenes, yep. and I couldn't figure it out. Yep. Uh, and obviously, she plays a bombshell in that. And then in the movie yesterday, she's just this cute, sweet gal. And Cinderella. Uh, and Cinderella, yeah. And she was in Downton Abbey as well. Yeah, she was. That's where she okay. got her start. I, I, but the Pam and Tommy Lee, like that that show lived with me for a while. There's a lot that happened in that short amount of time. And yeah. they were they were both so good as those people. I was I was really impressed by there, both their performances. Nick, there were times you had to remind yourself yeah. that she wasn't Pamela Anderson. Absolutely. Uh, and and he, he was so close in his... Uh, gesticulations yeah. and his attitude and his yeah. bravar. It was amazing. Wait, I just realized who that was from Downton Abbey. Oh, yeah. She, oh, my God. Yeah, I think she was only on one or two seasons, and then she uh, she took off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Was, that's where she got her start. She is 33 years old today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the super question. The atomic number represents a number of what in an atom? 215-263-WMMR. And we're going to Tristan. Tristan. Hi, Tristan. Hi. All right, Tristan. How so? The atomic number represents uh, the number of what in its atom? The number of protons. You are correct. Ah! Sir, yes. Hang on, buddy. We're going to set you up with a pair of sweet tickets to join Mr. Brent Porsche as NASCAR returns to the Dover uh, Dover Motor Speedway on May first with the uh, Duramax Drydeen 400. And you get tickets at DoverSpeedway.com. All right, we're going to start with this messed up story, man. Martha Stewart is mourning the loss of her cat, Princess Peony, who was tragically killed by Stewart's four dogs recently. Oh, no. Yeah. Imagine that. One of your pets kills your other pet. Other pet. I had a, a friend of mine years ago had, had a cat for like a year, and they had a dog, and the dog was either, Kathy, like your situation where the animal gets spooked in a weird way yeah. and attacked the it cat attacked. and killed it. Oh. Yeah. That seems to be probably what happened here. So she posted a photo of Princess Peony's burial on Instagram on Sunday, and she wrote, burying the beautiful and unusual Princess Peony, the four dogs mistook her for an interloper and killed her defenseless little oh self. Oh, my God, that's awful. I know, right? <gasps> she writes, I will miss her very badly, R.I.P. beauty. Uh, she had celebrated her 12th birthday last year. In a follow-up post, Stuart shared a photo of the beloved cat. And it is reported that Stuart's cats were not very comfortable around her dogs even before this happened. In August 2021, she posted on social media, my cat's feel liberated because the four dogs are away on vacation, leaving the cats alone in the house to roam, relax, and recover. So she let the, the dogs go off on vacation by themselves? Maybe that was yeah. it. Yeah, uh, they needed some Cancun time or something. Yeah, yeah. Let their, sow their wild oats, right. get it out of their system. Go nail some bitches, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what you call female dogs. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Go nail some bitches. She just sold her Hampton house and she like opened up uh, well, a, a little bit that, you know, she was showing the inside of it. Like, finally, you can see how it's decorated. The pictures were like, 
I was so disappointed in oh, the yeah? pictures. Yeah, like they weren't the that. Underwhelming. It was like like uh, like clothes hanging on the, uh, no, no, no. the exercise equipment. No, <laughs> it just didn't show much. Like I uh, wanted to see the house. I wanted, you know, supposedly oh. she has this beautiful pool and she's yeah. by the water. And like there, it didn't. It showed like uh, like an entryway. And I was like, really great. That table's awesome. Imagine if that's your whole thing. So you are you are yeah. design. You are crafts. You are the epitome of what a home should look like. The stress that must accompany any photo shoot that yeah, shows your that's, home. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, it's like a, a bookcase with like two by fours and center <laughs> right, blocks. Yeah, yeah, right. Yaffa blocks. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, in an appearance on uh, a podcast released on Monday, accepted actor Justin Long was bursting at the seams to uh, talk about the one and finding the one. He said. I uh, told the uh, former bachelor, Nick Vial, I guess is the person's name, uh, I had gotten to a place where I was comfortable with myself, and I didn't know it uh, at the time, but I was ready for the one. And the one I met and I found, he said. Now, he didn't name any names, but last week... It's got to be Neo, right? No, <laughs> he... And Blue Crush actress Kate Bosworth Ooh. were spotted in a car together in Los Angeles. <laughs> and since then, they've also been photographed holding hands. Ah. So good for him. Yeah, and he's telling The Bachelor I about all you. this. Former Bachelor Nick Vial on the Vial Files podcast. Cannot wait to hear the Vial Files. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. V-I-A-L-L. Uh, he said, At I this want- point, does it matter? He said, I want to talk about it, but I also want to be protective. I want to scream it from the rooftops. Okay. But I also want to be protective. It's sacred. This photo guys. seems to verify what you're saying, right? We're looking at Kate yeah. Bosworth and Justin Long holding hands. I've not seen Kate Bosworth in a while. She was kind of on the rise. Yes. Blue Crush. Right. Kinda Tad was, Hamilton. Was, was her big, you know, leading role breakout. Yeah. And um, kind of didn't really ever take off big, but I'm sure she's still working. She was in that uh, uh, Superman Returns. Remember, she well, played yeah. Lois Lane. It's yeah. funny because you had, uh, you said her name. I was like, oh yeah, I just saw her. As if it was a, 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 a current movie, but it was that movie called Twenty One uh, yeah, yeah, about yeah. all those like MIT people who were you know blackjack oh, yeah. car counters. That thing came out like twelve, fifteen <laughs> yeah, years ago. Yeah, Superman it, yeah, came yeah, out yeah, and like yeah. Yeah, the same thing like a dozen but years ago. But you see it on, I saw it in the Battleship Potemkin. Yeah, yeah, you see it on Netflix. It's like oh, it's brand new. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is new again. Well, two years after a breakup with former NFL quarterback Jay Cutler, Laguna Beach star Kristen Cavallari said that she's finally ready for another relationship. Has she found oh, the one? Uh, she posted some, like, picture. Is she yes. saying she's dating someone? In an Instagram Q&A over the weekend, she told fans she needed to take time to work through some heavy stuff. Yeah, but now she's good, right? She said, I dated a little here and there, but no one's serious. <laughs> I'm finally in a place where I'm ready for a relationship. When asked if she would get married again, she said yes, adding, I still very much believe in marriage. <laughs> 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 And I've had tremendous growth over the past two years, so I'll be entering a new relationship as a different person, which really excites me. I was intrigued by what she said. She's looking for a man with detachable jam. Oh, yeah. jam. Oh, yeah, that would God. be. We know a guy. <laughs> Cavalry advised her followers to take the time to work through it, allowing yourself to feel all the emotions. After ending a toxic relationship, she added, it literally took me two years to fully heal. <laughs> when did it become okay. toxic? Here we go, Kathy. On Monday, she, uh, TMZ shared photos of Cavallari kissing former Bachelorette star Tyler Cameron during a Ooh. photo shoot. 
for her lifestyle brand, Uncommon James. It's unclear whether this was just uh, for the photo shoot or if something more could be brewing there. Now, Tyler this Cameron, isn't what you were talking about though, was it? Yes, this oh, is the is? photo I Tyler was Cameron. About. Yes. Okay, so this guy has the intellect of a can of Crisco. He is he's unbelievably dumb. <laughs> so uh, I think, but he is a ad. male model. I think this is an ad. Ben. Okay, got yeah, it. I don't think this uh, is uh, an actual romance. Got it. Okay. Got it. Uh, Brittany, because there was no. Sorry, she didn't. She just posted the picture with, with no context, no explanation uh-huh. whatsoever. Uh, Brittany Spears confirmed Monday she is writing a book. Uh, weeks after reports cir- first circulated that she had a multi-million dollar deal to write a tell-all memoir. She's another one. I, I know. With the, with the Instagram post. So the way she, she well, I don't, I guess this is how she announced it. What she put, she put it on her Instagram, but she put it in like a screenshot. It was like a novel written in a screenshot announcing that she's writing a book. Like it just, everything she does is weird. It's a little, it, some of it is a little bizarre. Uh, oh, a, a lot of her videos are just you know, kind Bizarre. of like make you reconsider that conservative. So to one hundred percent, like I'm like, well, I don't know, maybe it was the dad right? <laughs> yeah, I expect that first manuscript to be submitted in crayon. <laughs> Spears revealed the news to her Instagram followers after some appeared to express confusion about why she was discussing her past and recent photos. Uh, later Monday evening, the post was unavailable and appeared to have been deleted. She had written, "Well, I'm writing a book at the moment, and as it's actually healing and therapeutic." It's also hard bringing up past events in my life. Well, you know she's going to name names in this because she's. You, you mentioned yesterday about her feud with her sister mm-hmm. and also her mother, who she the original culprit was supposed to be the dad. But since she's been talking and free to talk, she says the mother was the real architect of everything that happened to her. Uh, Spears says that she's taking the time to address moments that she hadn't expressed her thoughts about openly, adding that she wasn't comfortable having such uh, conversations in the past. Uh, she said, but it's time to talk about it. Um, this is according to what she said on Monday, but what do I, why do I say this? Well, because I never felt heard ever. Mm. Uh, she said I was screaming inside and no matter what I said, it was always looked down on. So She's she, become uh, accustomed to this. Sorry, person. No, sorry. Uh, and, and it feels like um, way too much percentage of her life is lived within Instagram, right? Yeah. Like, within yeah. these walls. And, and I know a lot of it was sort of like she was kind of. Locked into where she was. I mean, like, she couldn't really go a whole lot of places. And then so she became really accustomed to being on Instagram all the time. But even in the story, Preston, like, you're talking about something that she wrote and then she posted and then she deleted. So there must have been some kind of feedback where it was like, no, I can't keep this up any longer. It's a bizarre way to live your life. Well, that's a perfect segue into this next story about Selena Gomez, who says that not going on social media makes her feel normal. Yeah. The only murders in the building star has not been on the internet for four and a half years and believes that uh, this is great for her mental well-being. Like she has over 300 million followers. Three, there are and what? she hasn't been on in four and a half years. 332 million people in the country and she has 300 million followers. 309, yeah, 310 million is what it's crazy. About. Yeah. But she, I guess there are people who submit that she doesn't even she lets them sort of curate and submit things periodically yeah. on her site, but she does not go on herself. What are, what are, what are the most recent posts on there? Nick? There was one yesterday. Dates? Okay, yeah. so yeah. somebody else is doing it. Yeah, uh, the twenty nine year old actress told Good Morning America on Monday, "I haven't been on the internet in four and a half years. It has changed my life completely. I am happier. I am more present. I connect more with people. I believe it. It makes me feel more normal. What, what? is she doing? She's waiting for something. Right? <laughs> like when you're in line, what do you, you know? Do? What I would say I yeah. was the other day." <laughs> Where was I? I was uh, I was waiting somewhere. I was in a waiting room sitting, and I looked around, and a couple of the other people that were there did not have a smartphone with them, 
And you know what they did? Casey did this weird thing. They picked up a magazine. They started flipping through it. They started <laughs> looking around the room, and it started reminding me about what I would do when I would wait. And it's actually it's a little better, man. Sometimes I, just kind of collecting your thoughts and pop your if you have earbuds, listen to music or something, yeah. or do 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 those things you used That's to. That's connected to the internet. But or listen, if you have you you, know. what if you have MP3 files recorded on your device? You do uh-huh. Uh-huh. So okay. so um. Uh, yeah, no, I I do think that that's probably a good cleanse to do, and I, I don't, she shows no signs of of stopping. How how do you feel about it? Because you, see, I think you're the most addicted. Yeah, addicted amongst probably. our group. Um, well, I mean, I, I, I'm jealous of her. I'm, I'm jealous. So she has the freedom to be able to do that. I don't have that freedom, right? Like your job if, also demands that you're. If I gave up the internet, right. then then I don't have the job that I have, right? right? But like she is a you know filthy rich tons of money. She's a superstar. She has all those people doing all those things for her, so that's nice and that's great. And I'm really happy for her. How much but, how much of your online time is voluntary as opposed to work based? Uh, I would probably say like sixty forty. You know, because okay. I mean it's uh, you know I'll be on some sort of social media. And I'll I'll scroll 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 and then I'm like okay I'm bored of that and then I'll go to like email and then I'll scroll through my email yeah. all right I'm bored of that and then I'll go to a different social media thing and I'll go uh, like I haven't played words words of friends in a long time right. Wordle uh, Wordle uh, but that's only one time yeah, but yeah. like I, I was, see I, I see more of the social media thing being the that's stigma it. because yeah. of of the of the feedback that's there you know what I mean as opposed to. Uh, playing a game, reading news stories, things like that. I don't know. I but, forget who I know. said, uh, who I heard say it. I've heard many people say it. It's so true. The world is not Twitter. It's not the, the percentage no. of people who are actually actively using social media as opposed to yeah. the general population. And I don't take too deep of a dive on that stuff. Like I find myself uh, if I if I start to. Um, Scroll a little bit too much, or start to like feel certain. I'm like, I, this. You know, you know, this does not deserve any more of my time. I'm a, I what I've been able to do is I've been able to curate and remove a lot of that stuff. I am solely jerkmates case. That's oh yeah, right. and that's great. I've man. never heard of jerkmates. No. Yo, ever heard of jerkmates? <laughs> I think part of the problem, the inherent problem with Twitter and Instagram and social media, is that there really is. No beginning or end, right? You dive in. You're right. If you if you read an article, there's a beginning and <laughs> yeah, a middle yeah, yeah. and an end to that article. And then you can put that article aside. You pick up a magazine. You can read the magazine and put it down. With with Instagram, there's no end ever. Well, who's the comedian who said, okay, I, I finished reading the internet? Right. <laughs> I, I have a, a story, and if we have time to get to it, if, if we're going to do uh, you know a variety yeah. of stories, it was really interesting about the people that literally, quite literally, have the keys to the internet. Oh. It's something that you didn't know existed. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And there's a special ceremony around it, too. What? Yeah. Oh, I want to find it's out. It's pretty wild, right. yeah. So if you get a chance, I'll try and... Uh, it's run through Jerkmates, right? Oh, long. okay. Never heard of that. Yo, ever heard of Jerkmate? All right, so anyhow, um, yeah, uh, Selena yeah. Gomez. <laughs> Where did that go? You said yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so she, uh, Selena Gomez told Good Morning America on Monday, I haven't been on the internet in four and a half years. It's changed my life completely. Uh, she said uh, that she attributes growing up in the spotlight on shows like Wizardly, uh, Wizards of Waverly Place is teaching her about the dangers of social media and the rest of the uh, World Wide Web. She said growing up in the spotlight has definitely taught me so much. I can't believe that I'm where I am mentally just because of how I took the necessary steps in order to kind of remove myself from that because it's just not normal, she says. And she, you know, she was diagnosed with um, uh, lupus. She also had bipolar disorder and all this stuff. Did she have an organ transplant? She had a kidney transplant. From one of her buds. She's kind of seeing that uh, it's better for her to just... 
I commend her. Yeah. All right. A uh, couple other things. Uh, Kanye West reportedly told Kim Kardashian recently that he was going away to get help in an effort to stop harassing her and Pete Davidson. The source told Entertainment Tonight for the sake of their kids. Kanye told Kim he's not making any public appearances or inflammatory social media statements, and he will go away uh, somewhere to get better. And by the way, he canceled Coachella. Not officially. There's been no official word from his camp or the Coachella people. I was just looking it up this morning. But the word is, is he's out. Do you know that. where he is right now? Mm-hmm. He's on Mars with Dr. Manhattan. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> just taking a break. Yeah, just taking yeah. a break. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of crazy yeah, things yeah. happening here. Uh, so uh, the, one of the West reps told the publication this time he is committed to a healthy co-parenting relationship with Kim and is focused on raising their beautiful children. Well, that's healthier. Speaking of Kim and Pete, uh, Kim, they, they seem to be taking their relationship to another level. Davidson reportedly introduced... Uh, Kim to his grandparents. These are my grandparents. Uh, TMZ, nanny, grampy. Uh, TMZ. <laughs> Why are they frozen and in your room closet? He doesn't stand for baloney. Thank you. <laughs> uh, TMZ reports. Hi, nanny. My grampy. <laughs> the, uh, Kim Kardashian, that uh, Kim visited Davidson while he was filming a movie on Staten Island. Uh, since the set was closed uh, to where Davidson's grandparents lived, the pair reportedly stopped by for a visit after he finished filming one day. And uh, he has also been spending more time with uh, Kim's inner circle, including Scott Disick. Oh, I hate that guy. On Sunday, Disick posted a video <laughs> of Davidson driving the pink moke car. Chris Jenner got Kardashian for Christmas. I'm not oh, is familiar. There, I believe it's what they bu- tool around on their Kardashian compound in. It's a, basically a golf cart. Okay, done up with uh, with pink and and so they, you know, Disick is basically like a herpes sore. Mm-hmm. You know, that goes away and comes back. There's nothing beneficial cosmetically or anything else. There, Preston, a picture of it is up on yeah, the screen okay. here. A moke. Yeah, I'm not familiar with it's, that. Uh, Here's the deal. I I think of all of those people. Scott Disick is pro- he looks like and this I've never met the guy. Yeah. He looks like the guy who is just an a-hole to everybody like <laughs> like the person that that serves him at, at Dunkin Donuts. You he know what like I mean? A like, douche. Yeah. And, he's, and, he's and a so quintessential douche. I could be completely wrong about no. him. He could be the sweetest guy. He, he, he could, could be, be Mahatma Gandhi. You right? Yeah. But he to me he just comes off as somebody who just doesn't treat the every uh, everyday average person with any ounce of respect and you know, I'm completely and totally judging the book by the by the cover, but don't like that guy. Okay. Got you, man. Simple as that. I agree. Um, all right, just a couple more quick things. I've there, I have a lot we could get to, but we don't have all the time. Uh, following a 13 year feud, today reports that Lee Daniels apologized to Monique for a dispute they had while working together on Precious. At her Monique and Friends April Fool's Day with the Queen of Comedy show, Daniels got up on stage and said, I am so sorry for hurting you in any way that I did. I watched the exchange. It seemed pretty uh, pretty legit. He said, y'all, she was my best friend. My best friend. Aww. Y'all think that Precious was just, that was, and I'm, I'm putting yeah, in yeah. the pauses here. That was God working through both of us and we're going to effing do it again. Uh, Monique later right on. posted a photo of the pair together writing, no caption needed. I love you. I love us for real. I love you. Remember when we had Monique in the studio years yeah. ago? We right? had him in the studio, too. Yeah. Lee Daniels. When, when did they... Precious come out? How long ago? From was... the book by Sapphire? 2009. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 13 years later? All right. And then one last story. Harrison Ford has signed on opposite Jason Siegel in the Apple comedy series Shrinking. 
Uh, the show was first announced in October 2021. Siegel will write the series alongside Ted Lasso co-creator Bill Lawrence and Ted Lasso star and writer and co-executive producer Brett Goldstein. Is this based... Oh, for, okay, for Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yep. So, um, is this based on that movie? Was that Matt Damon movie where... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, it's not. To no, me, okay. this seems more like psychology. It is. Okay. That, that's what it's about. Uh, so Shrinking follows Jimmy, who is Jason Siegel, a grieving therapist who starts to break the rules and tell his clients exactly what he thinks. Ignoring his training and ethics, he finds himself making huge, tumultuous changes to people's lives, including his own. And Ford will play a guy named Dr. Phil Rhodes, described as a down-to-earth, sharp-as-attack, blue-collar shrink, blunt but with an ever-present twinkle. Huh. Uh, Phil is a pioneer in cognitive behavioral therapy and has built a successful practice over the years that he shares with his two younger protégés, Jimmy and Gabby. Fiercely independent, Phil has recently been diagnosed with Parkinson's, which forces him out of his comfort zone as he grapples with intrusive friends, his estranged family, and his legacy. And this will be his first ever television starring role for Interesting. Ford. Yeah. Did you watch any of that Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd? I watched like yeah. I watched the first episode I, and... I like it. it didn't. I didn't oh, buy it. Nick, you. Yeah, said, I loved it. I, I watched the whole thing. Beginning yeah. and it's dark and it's weird, Steve, and it takes some odd twists. I um, tapped out after the first. Should, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you didn't like it, you didn't like it. But um, it took an episode or two for me to really get into it. And okay. then Once I did, I couldn't wait to see how it wrapped up. It's based on a true story, uh, and Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell played very different characters than they normally do. It's not uh, Anchorman three, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, I enjoyed it very much. All right, we're ready to roll the clips. We'll start with this one. Based on the iconic book series, The Hardy Boys, uh, it follows brothers Joe and Frank as they uncover clues about their mother's death. In this clip, Alexander Elliott uh, shares what it was like to be on the set. There is a bit of pressure involved. There, you know, you kind of freak out a little bit, but once you get into it, once you, you know, they call action, you're just lost in the world. You're given these fantastic scripts, this crazy world that they've built, all these cool locations that I've been to. Shut the <laughs> up! Season two of the Hardy Boys premieres tomorrow on Hulu. Here's the next one. The Crude's Family Tree. Wow. Follows two very different families as they join forces to create a caveman co-op community. Is this technically Crude's four? In this uh, clip, I I don't know. I thought it maybe it was three, but right. I, I'm not, I don't yeah, remember. I think, I think three. Uh, in this clip, Ugga Crude actor Amy Landecker shares why she is excited for this series. There's a lot of action. There's a lot of adventure. There's uh, riding the bulruses, hanging out with the punch monkeys. So that was probably one of my favorite parts was feeling like I was not just in a comedy, but I was also in an action movie. thing sucks! All right, and uh, season two of The Crudes, Family yeah. Tree. Oh, oh it's a uh, series. Today on Hulu, so there yeah. you go. Yeah. It's, not a, it's not a movie. And uh, Nick Cage is not in it, yeah. just to kind of give you an indication of how bad it must be. Well, I don't think, I don't think any of the actors yeah. from the movies are. But what? I did how watch... Did, how, how can they do that? Like, when they when they have two movies already, and then... Like, they did it with um, uh, Shrek, too. Like, how, how are they able to make the next... Ser- and yeah. did it in with the, the series, uh, and it's not any of the people. How to Train Your Dragon ended up on TV, and they used some of the voice yeah. actors for that in the yeah. TV series, but not all of them. I, I think Jay Baruchel was part of the I series. I think you're right, yeah. But the uh, the, the most recent uh, Transylvania. Oh, oh, oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam yeah. Sandler's yeah. not in it. Adam Sandler's not even yeah. in it. He's I, the main character. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. All right, well, anyhow, that is all I have in music news for you this morning. So we're going to take a break. Not music news. What the hell am I talking about? <laughs> Entertainment <laughs> report this morning. I wish we heard music news. 
the singing artist. I'm going so. home in five minutes. All right. Uh, we have a few things going on. Tattoos Day. Chance for you to impress and see tattoo. Text word tattoo to 39333. We are going to have Alex freaking Lifeson of yeah. the band Rush on our show this morning. One of my heroes will be joining us, and he's got a new band called Envy of Nuns. We're going to do him and his bass player, Andy. Uh, we also are going to have show and tell on the President Steve Show. A few of us on the member of the uh, members of the program have brought in items to show and tell about, just like you did back in kindergarten. And we'll ask questions. And you will be able to uh, view this on yeah. YouTube if you stream us online, all right? So keep that in mind. We'll get to it a little bit later on. We'll take a break. Be back in a sec. Oh, and don't forget, MMR's concert hey! cash. We have a chance to win $500 and MMRBQ tickets starting at 8 o'clock, so hang in there. Join Pierre Rivera as he broadcasts live on Wednesday from 10.30 to 3 at the Xfinity Store in the Northeast Shopping Center at 9171 Roosevelt Boulevard in Northeast Philly in recognition of Comcast's incredible donation to Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Alex Lifeson of Rush joining us in the 9 o'clock hour. We're going to play show and tell or have show and tell here on the show at yes. some play. point during the program as well. Uh, but we we started this off air discussion, and sometimes when we're we're talking about stuff, when you know commercials and music are playing, we'll stop and go. Well, maybe we ought to crack the mics and continue this conversation, right. and see where this goes. So Kathy had brought up a story in the news earlier that uh, the ballpark, Citizens Bank Park, has announced a few additions to its food lineup, which is always kind of cool when something new comes in. I take it, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, there, you've got your staples that have been there for a while. And every now and then, some slot, slots open up, and they put some stuff in. So one of the things that you announced was um, uh, Mako's. Manko, Manko. Manko. I'm sorry, Manko, Manko, because there was Mac and Manko's, Casey. Had, I'm not well-versed in shore pizza. Right. And also, okay. I mean, you're, apparently it's the stuff of legend. Yeah, yeah. You're, our, uh, you're, a, you're a Wildwood Crest guy. So right. Mac and Manko was an Ocean City thing. Uh, now it's Manko and Manko, but Max is a Wildwood thing, and Max is the Mac of Mac and Manko. But Mac and Manko split up. They split up a few years ago, right? So they're yes. no longer partners, but the pizzas are the same thing. The exact same pizza? Yeah. So same recipe. So in the, in the design of the pizza, at least like the the article in the Inquirer, Kathy, you were talking about it as well, they have, is it sort of a... Um, Concentric circle of tomato There's a sauce, swirl of sauce, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. they got this cool little thing, Kat, that I always love it. The the uh, sauce applicator, it's just a tube, yeah, and they've got it like just a tube. Yeah, well, it's just a tube, yeah. but like you know, a lot of times you'll see them pick up a ladle, right. and they'll they'll right. spread the the sauce. Now this thing, it's a hose, Marissa, and they're like, <laughs> and they, <laughs> yeah, case they're gonna have the hose. Isolate like that, by the way. When you walk by it at the ballpark, they're going to have the hose in the <laughs> ceiling. Oh, the hose is coming out from the ceiling huh? because at down the shore, the hose is coming out from behind it, like underneath the counter. Oh, mm-hmm. it's like, I it's wonder a... if every now and then, like, an air bubble gets in there and you get a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do. Splash. <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, I mean, this is the staple on the Ocean City boardwalk. The yep. line is always, you know, down the street or down the boardwalk. You can walk up right outside, grab a slice. You can... I think there are some seats, you know, inside. You can sit if you want, but, I mean, it's... Ocean grab- City was your short town, right? Uh, no, Sea Isle, but I, I oh, have okay. a, a good friend in Ocean City, so I spend a lot of time there with her. And yeah, this is, I mean, like. That was my short town. This is where we would go for pizza. I mean, okay. it's, and it's good. Like, I, I like it. I is like it? this pizza. Oh, yeah. I've heard everybody rave about it. So, so just to understand the lineage here, it was Mac and Manco? Mac and Manco. Manco. And then, and then what happened was, is that it's now Manco and Manco. 
Right. Because when Mac, when they had their feud, Mac went off as a separate thing. Max yeah. was already there, though. I think and, Max and was already one. there. I think Max might Max might, might actually uh, outdate okay. Mac and Manco. And, and, and so, so but selling I, essentially the same yeah. very high quality pizza. But I don't know. I don't know about the. And by the way, I never call Manco Manco, and I will never call. What do you I just, call it? I call it Mac and Manco oh. because that's for me. That's that's what it was, and it's what I. So, but I don't know about the feud. I have no okay. idea if, if there was. Got a it. Feud. it was a fifty-five year partnership that they ended. Wasn't okay. there a wow. fire? Fifty-five years. Wasn't there a fire involved at some point? I think there was Nick well, a that, couple years ago. Well, the the fire, the most recent fire was at the board. Uh, was at the um, uh, the. Pirates okay. Castaway Cove. Yeah, Castaway Why didn't they Cove, use yeah. the tomato hose to put it out? Right. Mm-hmm. But on, on Ocean City's boardwalk, there's at least three, maybe four mm, Mac and Mancos. Uh, and so there's one at like 13th. And uh, But um, I don't know. I don't know if any of them actually caught fire. Uh, I have no We're going to find some yeah. research. 55-year relationship. That's a couple of generations, probably. Yeah, sure. Oh, yes. Yeah. Wow, Easily. man. Uh, my- uh, I, I'm, so, I haven't had it. Uh, I need to. Casey, you, you kind of sold me on it because you told me it was a thinner crust, yeah. a thinner, crispy yeah. crust. But you haven't had Max? That's what I want. You haven't had Max yet? No. Oh. He just oh. said no. Well, no, no, no. Oh. Well, then I failed you. I failed you, Preston. No, no, no. We've spent a lot of time around Maury's Pier, and I've been, mainly, I've been eating a lot there, <laughs> you know, like at... Uh, well... And why would Curly's and stuff? He's yeah, like he's yeah, like yeah. Alfred at the end of the uh, the Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, I did, I did. Uh, so in Wildwood, the two big names are Max and Sam's. My wife loves Sam's. I like Max, but you should. We, well, I want to for you, and we need to do a side by side taste I, test. Yeah. You need to not know what you're having. Well, ooh, first. blind, double yeah. blind, double blind yeah, taste man. test. To hit one of the the big points here, as you were saying, or at least before we came on. So this is a massive coup for the ballpark, right? Because that's the only place... That's what I said. You can only get it down the shore. So down the shore, and then Mac and Manco, they they were in... They had one shop in uh, Stone Harbor... Not Stone Harbor, Jesus. Uh, Summer's Point. Right. There's like a little strip mall that they had. I don't know if that's there anymore. But, but for me, like, yes, this is absolute coup. I don't know who this is a coup for. Would you say it's a coup for Mac and Manco? Or do you for think them, definitely. Or for the oh, ballpark. For, 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 sure, for raising their the, the bar. Yeah. You get this uh, huge captive audience there several times, you know, however many home games there are. And, uh, dude, that's going to do insane business. So, yes, yeah. of course. I mean, because, like, our friend uh, uh, Giuseppe at Lorenzo's, when that got in at yeah. Wells Fargo Center, it's like, boom, dude. Yeah. You know? yeah. Are yeah. they out of there now? I yeah. don't know. I haven't been no, in they Wells are. Fargo in a while. Uh, so. Wells Fargo, I think, stole the idea. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to say stole. Uh, they like the idea so much that they did it themselves. So now there's a pizza place there. It's called, like, Cuz's. And it's a giant slice of pie, just like Lorenzo's oh, was. Man. You can't do that. I'm sorry. I love the, love those guys. But come on, man. Marissa? So, Preston, I grew up in Ocean City. Mac and Manco's was, like, my life. It is so good that... Um, you the shoot? Past, the past few years, it, it hasn't settled with my stomach well. You like, still you eat it? it anyway. And I eat it anyway. Well, okay. So, yeah. I have to have one slice of summer. Okay. Yeah. Oh, just one slice? Well, yeah, <laughs> and then I'll do a white slice. <laughs> yeah. And it's that good, huh? It's, I, it's, is it I that good it. while you're eating it there? Or if you were, it's, you know what I mean? That's the question. It's part of the environment. It's the environment as you're looking off into oh, the... the environment the, is annoying. There's yeah. too many people. You can't get a seat. Like, yeah. nobody looks but at you. But that's what no. makes it taste better. I right, don't know about you know? that. My father has for years contended that if you go to a hot dog truck... And the guy has dirty hands. The hot dog's going to taste better. <laughs> taste better I love that. I will say though, press if you order a pie, right? Like if you order it for like a whole pie, you got to get it well done because the best part about uh, Mac and Manco is the 
when you order it or buy the slice, they stick it back in the oven, you know, kind of heat it up for you, right. and then that makes it just a little bit crispier. I can so see that. If you are going to get the like an order of pie for the house or whatever, you should ask for them to do it well done, so it okay. gets a little. And bit by crispier. the way, it was Al Pacino who, who it was. Ate off the air, we were talking about uh, a famous person who drove up to the side of uh, Mac and Mancos and got pizza, and it was uh, Al Pacino. They got a hose that shoots tomatoes. <laughs> for whatever reason, he was down there. I, I don't know why, and uh, he stayed in the car, and somebody ran out uh, a pie to him. Really? Yeah. Somebody ran a pie to Al. Pacino. Pacino yeah. from from Manco Manco. Yeah. Okay. See, for me, it's all about coming right off the beach, sitting in there, getting a birch beer. You always have to get a birch beer. Yeah, it's pretty good too. And a whole pie because I don't well, like it well done. It's this like it's all pe- wonderful, but how does it pour it to the park? Do they have the birch beer? Well, they have, all, they have. I mean, it's because this is the big sell, right? It's, it's I mean, crazy. This my, is the big thing they're announcing. Yeah, my um, my, my cell phone is is just going off right now. Um, so my. <laughs> My my buddy says that Aramark is going to run it. Um, so yeah, hopefully, they, but, but you know, they said they have to do quality well, control. Well, Mango right? Mango said that it's going to be the same recipe that that they've made. Uh, you know, they commented about it and they said it will be our recipe. I don't want to speak out of turn, but when uh, <clears throat> our friend at the other pizza place was uh, at Wells Fargo Center, <laughs> we know who you're talking. They about. weren't doing it right, and uh, he came in there. He's like, "You ain't doing this." He's like, "If we're gonna have to slap my name on it, here's how, here's how you it's done. do yeah. it. He has you extreme have pride to do it. This yes. hell yes, he yes. Does. It's it's a family. Where's Kathy? Think yeah. of all the Incredible family recipes that you have. I mean, I could probably get in Kathy. there. I am. <laughs> Mm. I, made <laughs> I made dinner for the second night in a row last night. Well, guys, think about this. It, ha- it happens every year. Like, um, the Schmitter was there when that first, uh, the ballpark first opened. The Harry Schmitter. They yeah. signed a contract to do that for, like, two or three years, and that ended. And, um, it was a good sandwich. Yeah, I don't even know what's still there. The Schmitter's not there anymore? I don't think. Okay. I think the Schmitter has been gone for a few it's years. It's gone, yeah, because that yeah. was on the first base side, right? And, like, now yeah. I think there might be a Federal Donuts over there. There was I one heard. in left field, too. There was one by Harry the K's. I mean, oh, they had, okay. and, and Mercer. Is right. Well, like that, they, yeah, that, that, they rotate these things around, and so they right. go from one section to another, I, and then they also will take out just a complete stands. That's what I was saying. Uh, first base. Oh God, no, no, I'm wrong. I, I said first base, but I meant third base. You're right. My bad. So, so the, yeah. it, well, listen, this is as Preston pointed out, incredibly valuable <laughs> presence oh, yeah. at a park like that, and what yeah. what it can do also just for raising the the brand consciousness. Yeah. So I I mean it's it's worth whatever the 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 hoops they have to jump through. Steve, mm-hmm. you couldn't be more correct. When I when Citizens Bank first opened, do you guys remember the line for Chickies and Pete's fries? Sure. Right yeah. above. Yeah. Still. Uh, still, and like I guess we go to Chickies and Pete's a lot, so they're readily accessible. And now there's Chickies and Pete's all over the region. Like in every county, but then you couldn't get chickies and Pete's fries anywhere but mm-hmm. the yeah. original store right the and the ballpark. Yeah. So if you can't get Mankomenko's, Mankomenko's, whatever the heck, what is it? Manko, <laughs> Manko, Manko, Manko. It'll never be Manko, Manko's. No. I'm sorry. All right, uh, here's uh, here's the rundown on, on what happened legally. Oh, good. Uh, this is from uh, Philly Voice. It says uh, the owner of, of um, Manko, Manko reportedly was released from federal prison. How old is this article? This is from a few years ago. Okay. Uh, for uh, After serving time for tax evasion conviction, Charles Bangle of Summers Point had uh, pleaded guilty to charges in 2015. He was sentenced to 15 months of federal prison, February 2017, served a sentence in September of that year. I was released. Uh, Prosecutor said Bengal failed to report $263,000 in income Mm. and avoided more than $91,000 in taxes. To escape federal reporting requirements, he also made cash deposits under $10,000 in 2011. His wife was sentenced to three years of probation. 
uh, after admitting that she lied to the IRS agents about cash receipts that she claimed were from Manco Manco, but were really for personal expenses and bank bank accounts. So there was some fudging of the books. When you can do it, uh, I think it's always a wise move to lie and hide things from the IRS. Yes, when you can. It always works out well. Yeah, so... Um, all right, well, that's... Uh, yeah, it's exciting. Listen, yeah, it's cool hearing about... I mean, you know, the the season opener is a home opener this year, is Friday. on Friday. Yeah, and they got and their, uh, the league got their act together, which uh, a month ago I would not have suspected. I know. Are you intrigued by anything else on the on the menu here, Preston? There's, there's, I had not heard of Colby's Southern Kissed Chicken. Are you familiar with Southern Kissed Chicken? No. That's is, Ryan is, Howard's. Yeah. So, so Ryan that, Howard's got a restaurant. What's that going to be called? Ryan Howard's? I don't uh, know. No, what, what did Colby's? you say? Colby's? Colby's. That's the name of it? Yeah. yeah. Colby's. Uh, no, is that the brand name? I didn't know. I thought that was a dish. Yes, so Colby's founders, twin brothers, Michael and Craig Colby. Oh, no, I'm not familiar with them. Okay, and I'd never, I didn't know that this was a, an actual Southern thing or just a concoction for uh, branding this particular chicken sandwich. Yeah, and the, the chicken sandwich, remember, is the big piece. Right. What about this peanut butter and jelly thing? What about the peanut butter? I didn't hear a yeah, peanut, it's, butter, uh, really. peanut butter. Yeah, peanut butter and jelly burger. So <laughs> you get it topped with peanut butter, jalapeno jelly, American cheese, oh. bacon, <laughs> well, on a brioche bun. I can see the jalapeno jelly, but peanut butter, get it off of my damn burger, man. <laughs> get it off of there. Well, the good news is that on Sunday. Get that peanut butter out my sandwich. You know, you know what? Eggs don't belong on hamburgers either. No. Stop it with that. that it's the European way. What the, you know? It's the Chicago way. On, uh, <laughs> they give you a hamburger, you give them an egg. <laughs> on Sunday, it is Cavity Busters Day for the kids at oh, the okay. opening day. So any oh. of these uh, concoctions that are causing cavities, don't worry. They're going to take care of it on Sunday. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, and I'm not familiar with the Colby Southern Kissed Chicken. Is it, Nick, can you see if that is a chain uh, like you know some of the other places that they've brought in there? Because uh, I am curious as to whether or not the, this stuff already exists, or if this is a brand new creation. And if so, why wouldn't they name it after Ryan right. Howard? You know, I mean, uh, have a little well, local flavor. They're also going to have a finger blasters, Preston. <laughs> finger blasters, chicken, chicken fingers. Yeah, all right. <laughs> it is known as the best darn chicken in the re- restaurant industry. It was uh, started in collaboration with celebrity top chef Fabio Viviani. There's no reason to curse. Uh, and it uh, includes founders Craig and Michael Colby, and then uh, Ryan Howard, I guess, is an investor, and then face for right. the franchise. There is something about it being at the at a at a venue, you know, like when we went to see uh, uh, Claude Giroux's last game. Uh, you know, I don't that food just mm-hmm. always tastes good. It, it, no matter what, no matter what the level of quality, it just tastes good. So, so it's here's cr- here's what the, I'm sorry to interrupt, no, Casey. Here's what the big piece has on it, which is their their chicken sandwich, and I and I have a feeling. That it's going to be a la. You're seeing more of these these type of fried chicken sandwiches since Popeyes had such a yeah, success yeah. with it, and that was that was a piggyback off mm-hmm. of uh, Chick Fil A. Everybody's trying to do that, and you know right. McDonald's makes a good one now. Do they? Yeah. They do. Yeah, they do. And I and I was at a restaurant not long ago, and I got their chicken sandwich, and it was that type. And I think they're like um, uh, they're brining it, you know, in pickle juice mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff like that. I'm so anyhow, all that. so this is the big piece is sweet Hawaiian bun. That's oh, good. I like That's that. Good. Garlic aioli, uh-huh. pickles, mild American cheese, bacon, lettuce, and tomato. That works. That's yeah. not bad at all. Don't overdo it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's your that's your success secret in the kitchen, Kathy. Right? It, exactly. Don't overdo it. Well, listen, I'm not going to give you my secret. By the way, Kathy has cooked <laughs> twice this week. That's back to great. back. Dinners. We don't know what the hell's going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
And just so, so you guys know, Preston, to answer your question earlier, there are two Colby's locations currently in the area outside of the ballpark. There's one uh, in Mount Laurel. I'm sorry, Mount Manali. And then there's one down in Wilmington. Oh, oh in Wilmington? Yeah. Hang on. Yeah, Dwayne wanted to comment on that. Hey, uh, Dwayne, uh, good morning. Hello. Hey, man. Good morning. What's up, buddy? We got the Colby's. This is Dwayne Blacklister from Delaware. Oh, hey, Dwayne Blacklister from Delaware. All right, so there's a we Colby's got- in, in, uh, in Wilmington? It's in Christiana, really, but okay. dude, I went there one day. It kind of sucks. I thought I was going to compete with um, <laughs> oh. with um, 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 what's the other Popeyes? Chick-fil-A? It can't even compete, dude. It has like a sweet taste to it. It's horrible. I don't it know. If, good thing. Go ahead. I, I, well, I was just going to say, I, I like the. I, I can. Preston and I were intrigued by the sweet. You're saying it doesn't work? Tried it. The, the crinkly fries are good, but the chicken and I got two different chicken sandwiches. I'm like. No, this is not what I'm looking for. Hey, I did done with milk. I could have went with the McDonald's, the, what, the dollar chicken. That was half decent. This thing, it, I'm sorry, it's just not for me. Okay. Right. I, 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 I have a question, though, Dwayne. The, the pickle, was it was it dill or was it like a, a sweet pickle? Maybe that three. They didn't have a pickle on there. They have a whole different bunch of chicken sandwiches. And I kept seeing the uh, the ads, you know, before it came there. Actually, I went and looked at it because I think it's out of Jersey. And then I'm like, all right, as soon as it opened up, I'm like, got to try. I went there and I'm like. No, and then okay. I didn't see people outside. I'm like, this is probably not what you're going to like. And I'm like, wait, I'm black. I like chicken. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. but no, it just doesn't compete. Honest right, man, report man. from Dwayne. Mm-hmm. Thanks, ma'am. I appreciate it, bud. Have a great day, fellas. You too, man. We'll see you. All right, too. we got a, we got a few other calls coming in concerning that. We're going to go to Phil next. Hey, Phil. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's up, Phil? Hey, I was just calling in to say the same thing about the Christiana Colby's. Uh, I've been there a couple times. I thought they were pretty good. Oh, All right. Had, there you go. I had the uh, the sweet heat chicken sandwich. I thought that was pretty damn good. All right, sweet. So what? what so they obviously have uh, riffs on their basic core burger, uh, core chicken sandwich, and the uh, the sweet heat is what is that? It's like a it's like a honey, but it has um, I, I I don't even know what else is on it, but I know it had the honey flavor, but it had like a jalapeno type type. Fight to it as well. Uh, I'm, I'm liking what I'm hearing here. All right. All right. Yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was really good. And I mean, you get a, a good even piece of chicken on there too. So, all right, cool, man. Thanks, Phil. Appreciate it. Um, who's this we're going That's to? Brian Cunningham. Brian always brought in um, Chris Coons. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he would know Delaware. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go down that way. Brian, hey man. Good morning, you guys rock. Thank you. Doug. All right, so Colby's. I'm I'm not familiar. Colby's. We none of us are familiar, but uh, a lot of people in the Delaware region are. Big fan. Have had the big pizza a number of times. Uh, we enjoy it as a family. Good service. Great hush puppies. If you like the hush puppies, Ooh, you hush puppy fan. I love yeah. hush puppies. Uh, uh, fried green bean fries that are very good. Ooh. And, uh, you know, if you don't stuff yourself, they have really good milkshakes. So, uh, <laughs> All right. I, I'm happy to uh, polite, politely uh, defend or, or, or uh, contradict the previous caller's uh, definition. All right. No, we understand that. Yeah, you're happy. Yeah. Appreciate it, Brian. Thanks, man. Good to hear from you, bud. Yes. Have a good day. You so, too. Uh, so, I mean, listen, they can bring all this fine cuisine into the ballpark, <laughs> but I'm still going to get a hot dog. You know, I well, can't it's tradition, it. right? Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, yeah. yeah, there are some th- some things I have to have. At uh, I mean, it's like you. We, we started this with uh, with Manco and Manco. You got to have uh, Manco or Max when you're at the the the, uh, the boardwalk. Yeah, and you got to have a, a hot dog when you're at the ballpark. It's as simple as that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I and, do like to get a hot dog when I go to the ballpark. Absolutely. And I remember the fills at one point were 
they were named the best hot dog in the nation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that um, so. there was a transition occurred. Was it about ten years ago? Yeah, where they they realized that a big sell for as they were trying to improve the experience <laughs> was to raise the food game at the. Well, ballparks. And it's not just for Phillies fans. It, right. You know, that, the thing about ballparks these days is that you get people coming in from around the country. People travel to see these ballparks. Absolutely. And so they want a different experience when they go. But Phillies Franks used to be able to buy those. I don't, he might still be able to. Mm-hmm. And you could buy Phillies Franks in, uh, in an Acme. And if you have $500, you get to have a really good time and eat great food at the yeah. <laughs> ballpark. How much is parking this yeah. year? Dear God. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I feel like the best hot dog, hot dog you're going to get is at the turn of a, of a golf course. That is, and you find them in the grass. No, no, no. Well, maybe, um, but I. <laughs> Those are duck turds. I, I tend to buy mine from the uh, the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so on the golf golf courses, tend to have the best hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's after you played nine holes. It's, oh. it's what's called the turn. Oh, mm-hmm. and so there's usually a quick uh, uh, refreshment grab or something like that, and and it's uh, yeah because you you've played for a couple hours mm-hmm. and you're hungry, and usually a hot dog is really good to go at the turn. And Valley Brook. Believe it or not, that's my my, my favorite hot dog. Valleyburg Country yeah. Club? <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Do you have a favorite country club hot dog? <laughs> Happy. I was a vegetarian, and then I got to the turn at Valleybrook, and I was like, mm, I think I'm going to have to have a hot dog. Is that where you I gave up? I swear to God. I swear. I, I, I got to tell you, not. my favorite laundromat chips are... <laughs> have any of you guys been to the ballpark in Reading uh, where the fighting's played? No. These? No. 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 I hear it's great. It is. It's a really good, and it's uh, by the way, it's cheaper, so if you're looking to take the family out uh, and you get really great seats, you're, you're on top of the action, but they have these hot dogs, Casey. <laughs> I don't know what they do with them, but they are, they are my favorite ballpark really? dogs, yes, and uh, like they grill the buns a little bit differently. I like, like that. It's not, Steve, the way you were describing your dad's you know, favorite kind of a dog. <laughs> like They put some time and effort. At okay, least they, okay. there's the appearance of time and effort into the dog uh, to the dogs that they serve there. They're really, really good. I, I want to go back to Colby's because we had uh, they've, they've announced it's going to be one of the new properties at Citizens Bank Park along with uh, Manco and Manco. And so uh, it's a Ryan Howard-owned yes. uh, establishment. And uh, Jay... Wants to mention one of the menu items that we had said. Uh, hi, Jay. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, bud? Well, uh, don't dismiss the peanut butter and jelly burger yet. Okay. Until you tried it. All right. I went to a restaurant in Mays Landing, um, and I saw it on the on the board there as a special. I'm like, come on, that sounds gross. Yeah. <laughs> the guy talked me into it. It was one of the best burgers I've ever had. All right. So the one the one at Colby's has peanut butter. It's got um, jalapeno jelly. Yes, that's what this had too. Okay, and so, you know, cheese and bacon. Jay, so Lucky's and Maniunk, I, the 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 burger brawls. In Casey, you and I would always uh, judge. Uh, they had a peanut butter, and I think it's just straight up regular jelly uh, on top of a burger, and it wasn't bad. It was pretty good. So, but the jalapeno jelly seems to make more sense to me. Somehow, how the, the fat from the peanut butter renders in with the fat from the burger, it's mm. absolutely fantastic. I mm. make them at home all the time. You got Nick's attention. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> mind if I do. Would you like some more fat with your fat? Don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I don't, Jay, I, here's the deal. I would not order one. Somebody would have to give me a bite or right. cut off a little piece yes, or yeah. I have a little sample of it or something like that. Or they bring so. it to the radio station. And that's what they <laughs> ought to do. That's what they ought to do. If you're going to have something like that on the on the menu, they Samples. ought to, like, like when you when you get your bourbon chicken yeah, at yeah. any standard Chinese, uh, you know, uh, cafeteria, they're, they're always giving samples of that stuff. I guess it's like crack cocaine. The food court. Yeah. The way they, they do it at the food court. Yeah, if they could have little samples of yeah. this, of this uh, PB&J burger, yeah. I'd try it and you might sell uh, it on okay. it. Care for, care for some toasted rat? Yeah. Right. <laughs> 
Uh, Brazier's coming by on Thursday. He wants to come by and, and uh, ah. promote opening day. I can... If you want, I can I can lay the the, the smackdown and say, listen, well, you can't come in unless you're bringing peanut butter burgers and coffee yeah, chicken. He has to. I yeah. agree. I think that's the one to, it, as it's research. Yes. I'm I'm uh, I'm game. It may not travel well, but but I'm I'm game for okay. trying. But you know what? People yeah. always say that. We always say we take that into consideration. So yeah. we, we will accommodate. We yeah. don't realize it's not optimum, but if it's still good, then that says a lot about it. Um, hang on a second. Let me another call or two on uh, Colby's because there's people who have been on hold for a while. I'll go to Alex, and we got to take a break. Alex, good morning. Good morning. What's up, I bud? Actually, uh, I, I actually live near uh, the one in Mount Holly. Um, that was the original flagship store, and oh. Ryan Howard worked there for at least a month or two uh, serving out food. And for the longest time, that they had a line that was stretching down Route 38. Okay. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I personally have never had it, but I know that the way they bread, it's like a thicker batter. And somebody, somebody lot, was calling in and said people. it was a, uh, it was like a cornbread uh, type of uh, breading on it, which I'm interested. Yeah, and, and they, um, or maybe cornmeal. Some people don't have; they're not. It's, it just doesn't go well to them with the chicken sandwich when we're, we're used to like McDonald's crispy chicken sandwich, right? Like Chick Fil A. Mm, um, okay, but yeah, they they have hush puppies and. The, just it's the breading style. If you read reviews, it, it just it's a hit or a miss whether you like it or not. Um, you like it? I I have not had it yet. Oh, oh that's right. You said that. Okay. Yeah. All I, right. I wish I could. I I see it every day when I'm going in through Lumberton and stuff, and I'm just like I need to go there. Well, it is your mission now, Alex, as a representative of the Preston yeah. and Steve show, <laughs> that you must sample this and return your review, please. Absolutely. We'll do, I'll do the All peanut right. butter and jelly right. one just for you. All right. Thank you, Alex. Or get your own radio yeah. show and that, store you do visiting that guests to bring food to you. Right. Rob <laughs> Wasserman, by the way, from Rouge, uh, who he is the one who created the burger brawl, he yes. said that Lucky it won three times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, was, yeah. It, was, it was a big Peanut hit. butter one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Peanut butter yeah. and jelly one? Right. Okay. Uh, by the way, Nick, somebody texted and said the hot dogs in Reading are Burke's hot dogs. Ooh. Yeah, somebody said that they're made literally like a, like the hot dog factory is right around the corner from the ballpark, so they're fresh. Well, well there's a hot dog factory around the corner. The kid, you can hear them, hear them killing the pigs from here. <laughs> the great ballpark. <laughs> they use uh, nail guns. <laughs> Reading, uh, Lehigh Valley with the Iron Pigs play, and the Trenton. All really great ballparks that are they're nearby, much more affordable than the downtown in South Philly if you want to go. By the way, Steve, per your request, Casey's impression... Of the Manco's uh, uh, tube. Yeah. Sauce tube. Yeah, please. Here we go. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it'd be good. It's Casey's Manco's sauce tube. <laughs> and that's how they put it on your pizza. Can I get a little more sauce on mine? <laughs> Thank you so much. Wait, you missed the spot. <laughs> Can I get an enema with that, please? <laughs> Thank you. Next. All right. Oh. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We have your chance to win MMR's concert cash, so don't miss out. Bizarre file up, too. We'll be back in a sec. Did you know you can listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant 
Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. <clears throat> Tomorrow, just a reminder uh, that Pierre Robert is hitting the road. He's going to be doing a live broadcast. He will be at the Xfinity store in the Northeast Shopping Center on Roosevelt Boulevard in Northeast Philly. And so that's from, you know, like 1030-ish whenever we get done till 3 p.m. So he will be there. And this is because of uh, their great uh, contributions that Xfinity and Comcast made uh, for the Camp Out for Hunger. God, they've been doing such a great job, they, and they've been really upping their amounts. And i got to tell you something. I like those stores. There's yeah. a lot of gadgets, a lot of cool stuff. And make sure you stop by and see Pierre because not only is he broadcasting, but he'll have your chance to win some great prizes. I would imagine maybe some MMR you tickets. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know for sure, but maybe. As you can imagine. And speaking of those tickets. Oh, <laughs> Now, here's your concert cash keyword. It's 8 o'clock, so we're going to reveal that word. The first one of the day. This hour's keyword is hurry. H-U-R-R-Y. And there's no hurry, really, because you have 15 minutes until 15 after the hour, specifically, uh, to enter that word. Hurry. H-U-R-R-Y. Three ways to do it. All right? You can text it to our special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you'd like to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, you want to enter it via our MMR app. We're at WMMR.com, and one random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest, and all MMR winners receive two free tickets to the MMRBQ. Winners will get a call from our company, Beasley. Make sure that you answer your phone. The contest rules are available at WMMR.com. It's H-U-R-R-Y. That's the word, and is sponsored by AAA Distributor. Good luck to you. Now, WMMR. Presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by Annie Max. Our golf tournament benefiting service dogs for veterans is almost here. Become a sponsor by visiting fetchtheballcharity.com and use the promo code ROCK and you will get a free gift. All right, we'll start with a local story. Maybe you caught this, maybe not. A small plane. Crashed into the front yard of a house on South Main Street in Manville, New Jersey, Monday afternoon. Uh, not far from the Jersey Central Jersey Regional Airport, just over the border in Hillsborough. The 2006 Mooney M20M plane was destined for the Hillsborough Airfield after taking off from North Carolina. And uh, the police uh, said, Dr. Uh, Lieutenant John Carter said that there were no casualties at the scene and the pilot was the sole occupant of the plane and uh, taken to a local hospital for treatment. He said the pilot, who did not identify, he did not identify, got himself out of the plane and was across the street when the authorities arrived. That's pretty amazing. The pilot had a head injury, but it did not appear life-threatening. Preliminarily, preliminarily, it appears that the pilot was landing, had a problem, and tried to abort the landing and clipped a tree which spun the aircraft and caused it to crash. It sparked a small fire, which firefighters extinguished in a short amount of time. Well, you know how easily that could end poorly. The fact that they he walked uh, away from the accident, that's amazing. Yep. Uh, the late 
Maryland rapper by the name of Gunu, <laughs> all right, okay. quite literally received the weekend at Bernie's treatment this past Sunday. Oh, yeah. Gunu was shot in the parking lot in Prince George's County, Maryland on March 18th. He died several hours later at an area hospital. His family believes he was a victim of an armed robbery, and the Prince George's County Police Department is offering $25,000 for any information leading to the assailant's arrest. Now, on Sunday, Gunu's family and friends held a celebratory event at Washington, D.C.'s Bliss Nightclub, which was billed as the rapper's final show. Gunu's apparent embalmed corpse was propped upright and on full display during the event, adorned with a crown and designer clothing. And they've got him, like, standing. Propped up. And, he, and let me tell you something. He spit some awesome rhymes. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, and so the uh, apparently a rapper named Black Fortune who attended the event confirmed that it was Gunu's actual body and no wax figure. He said as long as his mother was happy, that's all that matters. Who knew Gunu was going to be there? In a statement <laughs> issued on Monday, Bliss Nightclub said that it was never made aware that Gunu's corpse would be on display during the event. Is that the thing you have to ask? They said Bliss was contacted by a local funeral home to rent out our venue for Gunu's homegoing celebration. The statement notes, we sincerely apologize to those who may be upset or offended, please keep Gunu's family and friends in your prayers at this difficult time. So, Preston, in the Gunu pictures that I've seen, I can't quite determine how far they have him leaning back because he looks like he's almost freestanding yeah, in the pictures I've seen. They have to have like a hook hanging something, on his clothing yeah. and, and, uh, in the back or something like that because it looks like he's standing straight up. That's pretty, it's okay, whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this story's out of uh, Scotland. A man found himself in court this week after staggering topless across a busy dual highway and shouting at a field of sheep before opening a stranger's car door and urinating on a nine-year-old boy. Yes, right. stop it, sheep! Uh, excuse me for a second, I gotta piss on a boy. <laughs> so Thomas, Thomas Degnan from uh, Glasgow uh, caused chaos at a filling station before weaving across the A9 road near the uh, Glen Eagles Hotel. Uh, he forced a number of motorists to swerve out of his way to avoid striking him before he ended up in the field, uh, at, at, who was just harassing an innocent flock of sheep. Yes, yeah, stupid sheep. During the bizarre ramp- Covered in wool. During the uh, bizarre rampage, he pulled open the rear door of a car and urinated on a nine-year-old boy who happened to be sitting in the back. How you folks doing? You mind if I piss on your son? The court was told that uh, Degnan had urinated on a car and had been heard shouting and swearing by shocked witnesses in the incident. Uh, Degnan had admitted acting in a threatening and abusive manner. Uh, manner. Now, uh, he admitted causing fear or alarm. And never should have changed it from Manco and Max. Uh, by repeatedly shouting and swearing and repeatedly striking the window of a vehicle occupied by a woman and a nine-year-old wow. boy. You'd freak the hell out if you saw that outside yeah. your car. He admitted urinating on the car and then opening the door and urinating into it and onto the boy before staggering onto the A9 where he, while he was still not wearing a shirt, hmm. uh, he appeared for sentencing after previously admitting the charges against him. I apologize well. to the little boy and I apologize to the sheep. Yes. <laughs> he was sorry. He was very sorry. 
Well, uh, here's a local story. Montgomery Township man was arrested on two uh, sets, uh, two charges Thursday morning after he allegedly broke into American Star Diner and stole food and then broke into the Adult World Store before being scared away by an employee. <sighs> Rob- full time to spank it. Robert Dugan has been uh, charged two counts of felony burglary. Dugan was captured on surveillance at the American Star Diner where he broke the locking mechanism on the front door, forced his way inside, and he allegedly stole an entire cheesecake and a half of a prime rib roast. Oh, that's a big meal. Then he exited the dinner through the broken front door. And just after 6 a.m., a shirtless Dugan was captured on surveillance outside of Adult World on DeKalb Pike, where he was observed striking a message billboard with a bat, causing it to break, and then allegedly began striking windows of the business before repeatedly striking the glass front door, causing it to shatter. Footage showed Dugan learnt, uh, leaning in through the shattered door. However, a female employee screamed at Dugan, and he fled the scene on foot towards Costco. Total damage <laughs> there was about $5,000. He was subsequently taken into custody that morning. I also find it amazing that somebody's at Adult World at 6 a.m. to yeah, work. Right, right. <laughs> well, I wonder what their hours are. You know that are. breakfast rush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and then we'll do one more story. A construction worker, this is, I believe this is in Ireland, yes. A construction worker was removed from a building site after being caught dropping a bag of his own poop off of a <gasps> crane. Oh, dear God. In Dublin. Oh, my God. The culprit was caught brown-handed and, nah. re- and removed from the site after management got wind of the incident on Wednesday. Watch this. It's going to be very funny. The man who was working on the site through a... Hey, Angus, look up! A subcontractor will never be able to work on any of the company's sites again. In footage seen by Dublin Live, the man reveals a plastic bag filled with poop while standing in the cab of a crane. The blue and red plastic bag is tied tightly while the man jokes about the joys of being a crane driver. Uh, Some toilet paper is clearly visible inside the crane. The man in a separate video swings the tied bag above Dublin's skyline before slowly dropping it onto a rooftop directly underneath the crane while cackling merrily to himself. The bag plops onto a roof right next to a skylight, leaving a nasty mess. I admit that I'm easily amused. Uh, viewers are left speechless when the camera zooms in further on the disgusting and bewildering delivery. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But listen, that's how they do it over there in Ireland. Yeah. All right. Yep. There you go. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Okay. We have uh, somebody we're going to talk to now. Yes. Uh, via Zoom. Uh, there is an event coming up. It is a pet adoption event. Casey is involved in this. Case, you're going to be there for this event? Yeah, because uh, Rafferty Subaru is uh, is always giving back. And so they're hosting this event on, uh, on Saturday morning slash afternoon. All right. So we have the Director of Advancement and Public Relations at Providence Animal Center. This is uh, Justina Calgiano. Hey! Hey! Hi, Justina. Hello, you guys. Nice to see you. So, uh, Casey was telling us just a little bit about the event, but we're obviously going to go to you for more of the details. But quickly, before we do that, tell us about uh, Providence Animal Center, please. Yeah, so um, you might remember us as Delco SPCA. We changed our name a few years ago. Um, This year, we're celebrating our 10th year life-saving, which means we are what's considered a no-kill facility. Um, We are aiming to do 4,000 adoptions this year of cats and dogs. We also offer low-cost vet care, low-cost behavior services that are open to all um, to help keep pets out of shelters. That's really our main goal. 
And we also investigate acts of cruelty within the 49 municipalities of Delaware County. So preventing cruelty, preventing homelessness, and finding new families for orphan pets. My wife and I are big supporters of uh, Providence. Yes. We, you, you know that. And, and uh, the, the work that you do is, is really good. And especially on that, a lot of times when you hear about an abused animal, they end up with you guys. And you guys are taking care of them and, and just do great work consistently. So, uh, and is, is Bark in the Park on uh, this yeah. year again? Hopefully, yeah. They're on, Steve, October 22nd. I hope you can be uh, yeah, there. Yeah, this time, it, yeah, usually everything could sort of, uh, you know, they pick the same weekend, but I should be good. I know. So, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No problem, no problem. <laughs> all right, well, what about the event this weekend? What all's going on there, Justina? So our friends at Rafferty have been really good to us um, for the past couple of years. They donated a car to us, which our humane officer actually goes out and rescues animals in. Um, but they love us so much, they have us for adoption events twice a year. So um, this is one of two events we're going to have at Rafferty. The Rafferty brothers are sponsoring 50% of the adoption fees of dogs, cats, puppies, and kittens. Wow. Um, yeah. And it's, I mean, it's very generous of them because normally that's not an offer we do for puppies and kittens, but they really want to encourage adoptions. So we are going to have all types of animals, ages, breeds, sizes available for adoption. It is an 11 o'clock event at Rafferty Subaru in Newtown Square. Um, and then, of course, Casey's going to be there with some of your crew. I know you guys are going to raffle stuff off. So it's going to be a great event. So we really hope that people come down. If you have a dog, bring your dog. Hey, just for number's sake, how many at, at events like this, how many homes can you usually find for pets, do you think? Our goal for Saturday is 20. Okay. So we're really hoping to place 20 pets. Um, Rafferty has helped us find over 100 homes for pets over the past couple of years. Oh, wow. So they've really made a great dent, yeah, in, in um, helping us find homes. That's great. Subaru is incredibly generous. These guys are, you know, yeah. very much so. And Casey, I know, Casey, obviously, Casey has two dogs that are the size of Clydesdales. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is big for you as but well. But this is cool because, uh, you know, not only is this, a, you know, a, a, an adoption event at Rafferty, I mean, you are going to have the animals there not all of your animals but you will have animals there uh that you'll be able to meet and and adopt uh, I, I assume on site yes on site and you know what's really cool is sometimes people will go there and they'll be buying a car and they're like <laughs> you know i was thinking about adding a pet yeah, yeah. <laughs> so whatever works i mean we're 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 down with it they're good families we want to find them a good pet Excellent. All right, so Casey, eleven till. I'll what be time? there from eleven to one. the The whole event is going on from eleven to two, I believe. But uh, you know, I'll That's be there great. for the first two hours. Excellent. All right, Justina, we wish you luck. We'll send people in that direction. It is Rafferty Subaru this Saturday at eleven a.m. You can go to wmmr.com and get details. But stop by and help support uh, Providence Animal Center. Thank you, Justina. Yay. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll see you soon. And, uh, good luck with everything. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second when we return the first ever Preston and Steve show, Show and Tell of Yeah! Some of us have brought in items to show and tell you about, so we will do that in just a few. Stay there. Thursday, from the MM Archives, a recently unearthed tape of a special guest MMR DJ. Our guest is Bruce Springsteen, who's not uh, putting it together. Pierre Robert shares highlights of this historic broadcast from April 7th, 1974, Thursday at 1. If you'd like to talk to Bruce Springsteen, 561-5933. On 93.3 WMMR. 
Don't forget it is a Tuesday, and that means we've got some free ink for you to win Tattoos Day. So uh, if you're interested in a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, just text the word tattoo to 39333, and we'll get a winner by the end of the program. Did you get the email of one of our tattoo winners who did a Gene Simmons chicken? No. no. Is that real? Yes. Yeah. Jesus. No. I need to see I'll, that. I'll dig that up. I, was, I thought you okay. guys all got it. No, no yeah. I've no. got to see that. That's brilliant. That's that's as show-centric yes. as you can possibly get. <laughs> and it pays tribute to two great things, Gene Simmons <laughs> and chicken. Exactly. Oh, my God. It doesn't get better than that. All right. This next segment might not work. Who knows? <laughs> We're going to see if it does or not. We have talked about this in the past, about uh, bringing in some items to... Show and tell about. Preston? Yes. They said the same thing about the X1. And look what happened. Yep. It broke the sound barrier. Yeah, there you go. All right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, the Preston and Steve show is bringing you show and tell. Show me, throwing a little bit of rush this morning. Since we're having Alex Leipson on in uh, about a half hour or so. All right. So, um... You guys want me to begin? Uh, so I'll yeah. be the teacher. Preston, okay. we'd like to see you. Oh, my God, yes. And, and you show and tell what you have for us today. I remember sitting there with a with a big uh, paper, brown paper grocery bag. Oh, yeah. With whatever it was that I brought in, and we would all sit on the floor, and like Steve, the teacher, right. would call you up, and it was your turn, and it was so exciting, because you would have seen a couple of people go by then, yeah. and you know that yours is way better than theirs. And you'd have, like, and you could bring in things like a like a new cool toy that you had, like, yes. look, at, look at this, what yeah. this does. Yeah, totally. I could be the a-hole kid who criticizes what the other kids sure. brought. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because I didn't bring great. anything. Oh. Totally. Yeah. And then, but everyone starts to, to pass out because you brought some stuff that you baked into the... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I had uh, I, I only remember one show and tell ever that I participated in, and it's because uh, on my way home from school one time I found a gardener snake, and uh, and so I captured it and I put it in a in a uh, Folgers yeah uh, can can, and then I brought it into school the next day for my show and tell, and then uh, the gardener snake somehow magically got away, oh, no. and my mom let him go. She oh, really? did not care for having okay. a snake in our house. By the way, check on that. Is it is it gardener snake or garter snake? Garter. I was pretty sure it's garter. Garter snake, snake. Yeah. like in, in a wedding when you put the snake on the girl's thigh. Yeah, yeah. and then it yeah. crawls around. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure. That's cool. And, yeah. and so people would be. What was that? What, did the, I, I said the wrong way. No, garter, sna- garter, yeah. garter snake. The snake yeah. that you no, are talking you about has, has, a, has a gray mustache. Oh. Yeah, you said a gardener. Snake. Ah, uh, a Jim Gardner. Okay. Snake. So what I brought, speaking of show and tell, back in the day, and when the kids would uh, would be there, is what I've mentioned before. I brought this. To my third grade show and tell, and recently found it. Wow! And hopefully, this is I, a good one already. I haven't brought this in for you before, and it just dictates. It just shows exactly what a different time it was. Because, ladies and gentlemen, oh, I brought God. to my third grade show and <laughs> show and tell a World War II <laughs> bandana. Uh, what a bayonet. bayonet? Oh my God! A bayonet. You actually brought that into school? I did. A weapon. Oh, a weapon. A this, weapon. Is, this is a knife. Mm-hmm. It's probably a good ten inches long. Good lord! And this was a bayonet that I bought in a uh, in uh, a, an army surplus store. Yeah. If you brought that today, the school would be surrounded, and the SWAT team yeah. would be. I'd entering. be expelled. Oh, yeah, I'd probably be expelled. Oh yeah, but, uh, yes. But I told you there was another. So so this is I, I don't have any history on this knife. 
Uh, other than it was clearly sharpened quite a bit because it's got a uh, it's got a section in the middle that's curved. Yes, unless it was made that way, I don't really know. But it certainly seems well used. And this was definitely for a rifle because you can see yep. where it would slide onto the wow. barrel right here. And there's a, a button that you would push that would lock it. You can unlock it. Uh, and um, it's got a wooden handle uh, with these kind of cross stitches in it. And there is a mark on it, but I've never researched it. Do we know which army it was used for? I don't know anything about okay. this other than I saw a big freaking knife and I wanted to buy it. <laughs> so my dad... And this is when you could, as a kid, you could walk into a store uh, and buy a big-ass knife like this. I was in, like, third grade <laughs> oh and I God. bought it. We had a German, it was, I believe, was actually a, a Hitler Youth <laughs> knife that somebody given my dad while he was actively fighting the war uh, and brought it brought it back. Oh, wow. uh, and, uh, yes, Preston, that stuff was around the house. And as yeah. I said earlier, I brought a Civil War sword into show and tell. But uh, remember, we had a bayonet as well. I was fascinated with the concept of the bayonet. So it'd be cool to kind of find out the history of that. Yeah, it does have a mark on it. And I guess I could. It looks like a letter N. Or an M, I can't quite tell, with a crown over it. That means Nermany. So it was, it was an enemy weapon. Do you remember the year you bought it? Uh, let's see. Third grade, I would. it would have been 1978, okay. somewhere around How then? cool were stores like that? Yeah. To go to, to, go <laughs> to a, surplus at Preston. They would sell dummy grenades. Oh, my God. Yep. They would sell. Well, I told you, another yeah. item I brought for uh in for uh show and tell and I've told this before it was a Vietnam era uh Vietnam war era incendiary bomb yeah okay so it was literally a bomb casing yeah it was about two and a half feet long it was orange <laughs> had a fin on it had the front had a had a um, an arming pin and everything on it and I had looked it up it was incendiary so it was for creating fires is what it would do it wouldn't explode but yeah. it would just spread oh, okay. fire all over the place and it would be for torching villages I don't know whatever yeah. you know burning babies what they do I don't know <laughs> but 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 uh, bad babies like german babies yeah, german yeah, yeah. babies well, yeah the worst the viet cong <laughs> Uh, who we were fighting at the time, yeah. but uh, but I brought that in. You could bring that in without any concern. <laughs> and listen, I think it's insane that we were able to do that stuff back then. Yes, uh, and there's reasons why you can't do it now. Uh, but I found that stuff fascinating. Me, and my my friend uh, Bubba at the time was his name. <laughs> yeah. We were way into Steve, like playing war. Oh my God, that's what we time. did all the time and with the with the full size GI Joes, and and when you could get your hands on equipment like this, Preston. The when I brought the Civil War full Civil War sword into it was a cavalry sword too I think it was a cavalry officer brought that into um, into school I was proud because I had a story attached to it we just used that sword my uh, pool had gotten was up uh, above ground pool was frozen and I ran the sword about fifty times into the frozen <laughs> pool liner oh man uh, my so dad loved that so it was it was a Civil War era. Sword. sword. Yep. What did you guys ever do? Those things are worth a ridiculous amount of money. I guarantee you, it walked. My my dad when we when mother passed away and we moved, my dad held the most crazy garage sale. Mm. Wow! Like things I had just bought ended up in the garage, in the garage sale. sale. I'm like, he just where sold where is? <laughs> I wow. sold it. It's like 
that this is why you can't run a garage sale. Yeah. So I don't have much to tell other than that I took it to show and tell as right. a kid. And that's just insane. It's a beauty. This, that yep. this thing was allowed in. Yeah. Now. So would you want to find the history on it? Like, would you want to sure. figure out? I, yeah, I I've had it for a long, long time. You know, it's not something you'd probably take to Antiques Roadshow. There's probably not a no. lot of inherent value to it. But I bet there's a story behind it. And, like, so you could talk to a military expert or some weapons expert. And I bet they yeah. could track down, like, the, the rifle that it was used for, the era that it was used, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, probably. It was, it's pretty beat up. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I can't believe, A, that they sold it to you. You didn't have a parent with you? I can't remember if you said I that. I don't remember. No, okay. You could walk in. Honestly, that, Case, there was, a, there was a surplus store in Northport, Long Island. Yeah. You could walk in. I remember. Did and walk out. I'd buy cigarettes yeah. for my mom. I, I know. Age, you know I mean? But that if was... I came home with a knife like that, you know, A, if they sold it to me, and then oh. B, if I came home with it, my parents would be like, no. Casey, I, I had a machete as well. <laughs> I couldn't even have nunchucks. We, we <laughs> I lived, wasn't even allowed to have nunchucks. We lived in a place, uh, this is when I lived in South Carolina when I had this, and uh, and there were woods all over the place around us, so I needed a machete. Yeah. I had to get around in the woods, you know, so. Uh, Not only. Crazy. I had a motorcycle, I had a shotgun, <laughs> it, it was ridiculous. I remember buying Flying Stars from, sure. yeah, they, yeah. Uh, all sorts of crazy sure. weapons. Yeah. Yes. So somebody messaged on the uh, on the YouTube stream that you should never clean that blade. It's worth more with the patina on it. Oh, I've okay. never heard that before. Mm, I, maybe just that's a- the new thing in, in collecting. And, and I was telling President about this. And and with um, automobiles, yeah, you, you don't restore them. No kidding. You let Listen. them if you can find them and let them be their original. Um, you know, with a little bit of rust, a dent, all that is makes huh. it worth more these days. Casey, yeah. do you see that? There's like small bits of, of dirt and mud yeah. on there. Mm. That was from me yeah, as okay. a kid, you know, jamming it into the ground yeah, or whatever. It's Hitler's blood on there. Maybe that's yeah. what that is. <laughs> all right, so that's what I have for show oh, and tell. Right. Hey. Hey. Do you approve? Uh, I mean, I'm not into weapons. Okay, all right. But it's, uh, okay. it, it, it's, it's good enough. All right, let's get another show and tell. Hey, wait a second. Can I send Kathy down to the cafeteria to get the pints of milk for oh, snack yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I right. Yeah, right. <laughs> In the wagon. <laughs> All right, Mr. Morrison, who gets to go next? The well, class would like to hear from Casey. But well, Nick has three different things. So if I know. you wanted to, you could do like Nick and then me and then back to Why Nick. Why don't you let the teacher? The teacher. Yeah. Oh, all right. Who went to school for teaching? Okay, well, then <laughs> you guys got to hang on a second. All right. So I gotta get ready here. Oh, all right. I, did, I didn't realize he's actually preparing something. He's got goggles on. Yeah, I got goggles. He's got a, 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 an arc welder. Oh, and he's all pulling right. something out. I can't all tell. Right. He's reaching into his uh, briefcase or backpack or kid has a briefcase lunchbox or. <laughs> okay, <laughs> hang on a second. What are you? Might, do we right. need to skip you? Turn the, no, no, no. We're good to go. All right. Turn right. the music off. Everybody. Okay. Oh, wait. Oh, lights are turning the lights out. What's dude? happening? Turn, lights turn, down. Right. turn the lights off. Oh, my God. Well, this is exciting. Oh, right. this is wow. exciting. What is this all about? All right. Okay. All right. Here we go, baby. All right. Oh, he's got music. He's dancing. Oh, look at his shoes. Oh, wait. I can't see. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he's got light-up shoes. Oh, I like Those are great. What do they call those? Light-up shoes. Light-up shoes. around the soles of both wow. shoes. And those aren't like, what were the ones when you, that you got when you were a kid that had just like the back of them would light up? Yeah, oh, like these are much step. better. No, the, these are like on all the time. There's probably an on-off button right on the inside of the shoe. <laughs> and they change colors and they go all the way oh around the sole of the shoe. Like yeah, all the way around. Casey, <laughs> Casey I love those. I love it too. You have to wear those a lot more often. I know, Like I the know. Sixers games and stuff. So when did you get those? <laughs> Last week. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> that's still show and tell. Yeah. Yeah. What, what for what? show and tell? What war is that from? Uh, this was actually, this is the Civil War. This is the end of the Civil War. This All is right. what caused the end right. of the Civil War. It was too easy to shoot people in the yeah. dark. Casey, yeah. sit back on your chairs, okay. kick your feet up so we can All see righty. those. If, if you can. <laughs> Look at that. Wow. And Dude, do you like, I love those. Do you hit the button and they'll change colors or they'll yeah. flash? Yeah, he, or? he was just cycling through the different things he can do. Yeah. How, if I may ask, Casey, how much for something like that? $37.99. That's Shut. nothing. Up. We have I sent Marissa straight from the, China. Uh, the link, yes. <laughs> I mean, on the box. Yeah, yeah. Made in China. Made in China, China, China Texas. Yeah. Though. Thank Next China. week they'll be dead. They'll be dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But this is worth thirty-seven bucks. For, yeah. Totally. For that. So, uh, thank you, Instagram. You know me so well. Uh, Instagram showed me these things, and I was like, okay, let me go to because the ones that caught my eye were American flag ones. Oh, I like those for your birthdays, the Fourth of July. But they didn't have them in my size. So, how about the, the Chinese flag? No, I didn't. They didn't have a Chinese flag either. Uh, but so I, when I went to the site, they had these ones, the obviously like super shiny silver, but they had like goldish ones, and and uh, but, you know, I was like, well, I got to get the silver ones because. Silver goes with more. Well, you know, let gold. me say something. These are excellent. Yeah. Those are excellent. Pressing. That's. I love them. I, yeah. I, I, is it okay if I get a pair? Absolutely. Okay. That's why right. I'm showing you guys so- can walk around at night along the the, the boardwalk. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then uh, so I sent Marissa the link. Uh, she can share that if you want. Uh, what kind of battery does it take? Oh, so it charges. So here, okay, you have to run right. really fast. Yeah, you have to run really, really fast. <laughs> runs They're like kinetic energy. No, so it it runs like right. this. It's got a and battery just, on the inside. You run that right to your pacemaker. Run right to the pacemaker, yeah. and you're good to go. <laughs> oh, that's excellent, uh, Casey. Do you mind if, uh, if I ask how much they cost? Thirty five bucks. Oh, okay. Thirty seven ninety nine. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thirty eight bucks. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, one other question. Yeah. Can you strut around the room one more time? Hell yeah, yeah I got one. Like the music. <laughs> is our camera picking these up? I hope I so, so, man. Because that is that is the oh best, dude. They're Casey. awesome. They're really awesome. Thank you. Do we should all get them? We should have show light up shoes. I agree. Oh, I will get them. I'll gladly get them. And then Kathy, you could teach us a little uh, short dance routine. Oh man! All right, here's the deal, though. Whatever our next live event is, we have to do. Okay. We have to order the shoes at the same time, so they all, all fail at the same. <laughs> so they all work yeah. at least for yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because within a week, they'll, they'll be, be dead. garbage. Uh, By the way, right. this is my second pair of light up shoes. Well, you know what? I think you, because Jace has a pair. He wore them like twice and then he was like, Like the regular blinkies? No, no, no. He has what Casey has. And I feel like you told me, you sent me the link and that's why I ordered them. Okay. Wait, of these? Like this this style? Not not like, not uh, metallic like that. The other ones that I have are, they're a cloth white shoe. And the whole shoe lights up with these LED lights. Okay. And they're really, really cool. How much are those? Probably same. Those, those might have been like right. fifty. But even remember, do you remember the gloves you could get where the fingertips would all? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's what that sounds like. So I mean, the, listen, the, the whole battery and LED technology is just taking Cray-cray. fashion to a whole. New Absolutely, <laughs> the high fashion. All right, so all right, I brought something very old. Uh-huh. Uh, Casey brought something brand new. Brand new. Nick has a troika, and we are playing uh, show and tell. All right, Nick, show the class what you have. All right, so mine does not come with a light routine or music or the lights going off. Can you uh, dance? Or has and been it, used in a pitch battle during a war. Very little dancing, but I do have three things. Two of them are, are related and from my childhood. The third is something that I've re- referenced on the show many times, and so I'll, I'll start with that. 
It hey, is, how is it? It's my 1984 oh, Topps yeah. traded. Oh my God, Doc Gooden autographed rookie baseball card. Wow. Uh, and uh, was this a Hampton Inn? Uh, this was the George Washington Motor Lodge right <laughs> off of 202. There's a Home Depot there now. Uh, Doc Gooden and Daryl Strawberry were there signing autographs. It was eight bucks a pop to get their autographs. And, and how much is it worth now? At least uh, $4. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. I bet you if I could uh, find a Mets fan who was willing to uh, right, to right. buy it, I could probably sell it. But uh, at the time, I, I bought it. I bought it from Classic Collectibles in uh, the Gateway Shopping Center, and uh, it cost me $30 to buy, and then I paid $8 more for the autograph. Well, and at this point, you have to keep it. I mean, it's part of, oh, yeah. what it's you're part of the legend. Yeah. It is It is mint condition. And you have, so, so you have Daryl Strawberry, and do you have Doc Gooden as well? The, well, this is the Doc Gooden. Oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. So this is the Doc Gooden. And, and by the way, on, on the front of it says um, Dwight Gooden, and on the back it says Dwight Gooden, but he signed it Doc Gooden. So. Um, that, this, might be, that might make it more worthwhile. Yeah, he signed Topps, it with his nickname. Topps put out a few different uh, collections every year. Yeah. So they would put out like their normal um, baseball card set. And then they would put out like rookies sets or traded collections or limited or whatever. This was a Topps traded, which made it a little bit more rare and a little bit more collectible. Why Why is it not worth much? Did Doc just fizzle out as a baseball well, player? that had part to do with it. Um, but in large part, it's just the glut of baseball cards that came okay. out in the, in the 80s and yeah. in the early 90s. They, there was this, it was... Uh, it was like cash. Well, it was kind of like um, Bitcoin at the time yeah, or yeah. whatever. I mean, people spent so much mm-hmm. money. There was an investment dollar vig- figure attached to it. Uh, but I don't know if these things were ever worth that, but people were willing to pay for that. So that's what they cost at the time. So, um, yeah, it's my, my very classic. 1984 Doc Gooden signed baseball card. Right. And I knew this was going to happen. When I saw Nick's stuff, I because when we originally talked about this, I had something, and when we said we were going to do it, I couldn't remember. I remember what... You remember what it is? I remember oh, what good. it is. All yep. right, well, we'll, we'll, yep. we'll do this again. All right. Yeah, if we do it again, sure. I, I know what it is. I just thought of something now. I, I thought of something that I, I, I have to fix it, but I'll bring it in. Okay. All right. All right. Nick, what else do you have? So the other two are, are interrelated, and uh, I don't know if you guys ever had this book, but I got this when I was probably five or six years old. It's called My Book About Me. Oh my God, I have that. Okay, okay. so Casey, you and I are the same age. Yeah. And it's a Dr. Seuss book. It's uh, Dr. Seuss and Roy McKee, and basically they ask you Question. 150 right. questions about yeah. yourself, and and you fill them in as a five or six oh, year old. See, my book was. Uh, I think I got ripped off. My book is my book about Nick McElwain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Weird. You it's didn't like, even know him. I then. didn't even know him. Then. But that's um, great. I was. Uh, you could do some drawings. So here's a drawing of oh, a son. That's so cute. And, and a hamburger. A, a, a guy. No, 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 Preston. That's not a hamburger. Hang on, hang on. Wait, let me see if I can guess what that is. Airplane. No. I think it's the ocean. No. Wait, lo- it's gonna- a guy with a lot of eyes and noses. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Wait, yeah. how do you remember that? Uh, because I, I remember going over this with my mom at one point, and she, okay. you know, was Nick a big doesn't deal. have many childhood memories. <laughs> yeah, he just recalls one or two. I had to write them down. Mm. First of all, there's one thing you should know: Am I a boy or am I a girl? Well, I'll tell you: I am a dot 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 boy. Hey, I weigh sixty pounds. How tall am I? Four feet. My How giant teeth. is my head. <laughs> <laughs> I counted my teeth. I have 13 up top. I have 11 downstairs. You draw your hand. You know, so it's little things like that. Yeah. Is, is that book still available? I think that's an adorable concept because I, I, I want to so. fill it out. That's my hair color. See, I drew it. I had a little oh. bit blonder oh. hair when I was a young boy. Oh. And so that's blonde with a little bit of brunette there. Yeah. yeah. How old you were you at the time? I think You were doing s- the ombre look before it became popular. I think it was five or six, but there are some pop culture references on here. Okay. Um, like including my favorite song, Where in the World I Would Like to Live. Here's my address. What's your favorite up. song? Where would you say, Where Would You Like to Live? Um, both of them. Answer both questions. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Let's yeah. see. Where would I like to live? 
I got to go back to that one. All right. Uh, Somewhere in Hawaii, the beach. In, oh, I, I live in the United States. I uh, circled the United States, and then I played tic-tac-toe on that beach. Okay. <laughs> and then England apparently made the list. And All then right. what uh, song? I want to hear your favorite song. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Wow. All the way back then. I know you will. <laughs> Can you find it, or I'm is looking it, for you it? Flip it through the page. Hey, um, and the book is still available. It's on Amazon for ten bucks. It's okay. adorable. It Ooh. is sixty steps from my tree to my to the mailbox. My favorite color back at the time was red. Apparently, I owned hundred and seventy buttons. Wow! <laughs> uh, you would go around and get autographs from uh, people in your life. So like I have, Doc Gooden. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, right. That's maybe that's what started it. My, my aunt Anne signed it. My Michael, uncle Michael signed it. Uh, our mailman, Ralph K. Lapp, signed Your mailman? Yeah. I got a policeman's autograph. I got okay. an okay. autograph of a man with a beard. Don't you think that's amazing for a kid to do that? To, to basically be interviewed, but to talk about, you know, to be able to express what they're experiencing. It's cool. Yeah, it was really fun, and I'm glad that I found it. I, I don't know if it was in my mom's house or in my house when I moved or whatever, but uh, I like to collect leaves, rocks, food. There, there you go. Food, hands, <laughs> and autographs. So uh, this is uh, this is uh, okay. What else do you, uh, Nick? What else do you have for the class? Well, all right. So uh, I was trying. If to you're find just that... tuning in, we're, uh, this is a show and tell. On well, the you do the next item. Show. Give me, and I'll look through it and see yeah. if I can find any. And if I yeah. if I were to get a birthday present that year, and I, I know that I didn't get it, but what I wanted was more than anything in the world. A BMX bike. Wow. That's a good one. Uh, one, of the, one of the questions, what kind of woman are you attracted to? That's a good one. <laughs> and then this is just something that was, um, we can go over it if you want, but it's, it's an autobiography that I wrote of myself uh, in sixth grade. So I oh. it, I used sort of that as inspiration or whatever. Yeah. A Nick in Time. The title what of it is. a great title. Wow. A Nick in Time, yeah. And I, I believe uh, I had to write the, uh, the title page, Casey, had to appear in perfect cursive. Wow. So that's where I did that. So these guys were stored next to each other. Um, read a little bit of that, yeah. if you would. All right. Uh, I'd like to hear the dedication. Some of it. Okay. Chapter, call me Ishmael. Chapter one. <laughs> Although I've only been alive for 11 years and 11 months, I think I've had an interesting life so far. I know that I've been lucky to do many things and go many places and have had opportunities that other children have not had. You wrote this? Yeah. Wow. I, I am thankful for the good... I had a ghostwriter. Yeah. Okay. I am thankful for these good things and also for being part of a strong, loving family. Well, that's nice. Uh, my family background is rather unusual. My mother is Irish and Italian. Her mother's parents, my maternal great-grandparents, were born in, uh, in Ireland and came to America in the early 1920s. I knew both of my great-grandparents, Martha and James Kelly... And I got to spend um, a, quite a bit of time them when I was a baby before they died. That's, I mean, it's, it's very good writing. Really yeah. well do, you, written. do you mention the raisins and the meatballs, which I'm a fan of? <laughs> I don't, but here's, here's an interesting fact. I think I may have mentioned this on the air at one point. Um, this is about my mom, Mom Kelly. She did whatever jobs she could, waitressing, house cleaning, caring for other children. And she got a job as a cashier for the Acme supermarket near her home in Elkins Park, Pennsylvania. She made seventeen fifty a week with the Acme and raised four daughters. Wow. Her second daughter, Martha, was my was my mother's mother. She died of cancer when she was forty seven before I was born. I'm sorry I never knew her. I, I think we <laughs> I think we really would have liked each other. Is she Nikki, is she the is she the aunt that said cassette? Uh, that was my dad's mom. Oh, okay. had, had the cassette player. Yeah. So there's also all sorts of different chapters in here. And, That's, and did that you yeah. have that is so freaking wonderful. Yeah. Here's a it, uh, picture it, of me when I was five months old. I'll hold it for, for the camera. But Casey, you mentioned the big head. Oh, oh my, god, my god. god! Oh, I thought that was a jack o' lantern. <laughs> uh, and look at how tinyly tiny you have written uh, quite a bit of text in this book. Oh, is that tight? Well, it's uh, typed. Okay, I couldn't tell from here. So, well, this is written, but the the uh, yeah the portion of the autobiography is typed. And your mom held on to this? 
Yeah. See, I think if, if my uh, mom had been around, I think she would have yeah. had a story. I, uh, yeah. No. Yeah, I, I've kept a lot of stuff like that that my kids I have. I think moms are probably... Oh, my God. Here's my dog from 1986, Tugger. Uh, Tugger. As a puppy, and then... Um, it's a picture, right? It's not in there. Yeah, and then here's... Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. He's oh, my God! <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> and here's uh, me, my mom, and my two brothers... Uh, at Disney World in the spring of 1985 with another dog, Pluto. Hey, Nick, has your son, uh, has Ben seen this? He's not. Oh. No, that, I think we'll, that would we'll share it this mind. weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I want to go through that. I want to look at Tugger. Because I, I told you, <laughs> my, my dad, he, he spoke into a, a digital recorder for about four or five hours in different segments. That's cool. And gave me a chronicle of yeah, our early lives and everything, and I'm, I'm going through it right now. Wow. That's really cool, Nick. Yeah. Nice. That's well awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and, and then, then third. Uh, well, I think we're. We don't that was his third thing. Oh, that was your third. Yeah, Doc Gooden, the Book of Me, and the. Yeah, May I see all you guys had books. good stuff. And yeah. by the way, Nick, a uh, number of people are texting in saying that your Doc Gooden card is worth about four hundred and forty-five dollars. Sell it to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew that I'm an artist. Uh, this is a bird. <laughs> With a penis. Now, uh, I think... That's a tail. That's... No. Oh, that's no, no, a, that's a red tail, penis But it does look swallow. like a penis. That's, that's the a... Dr. Seuss bird. That's right. the bird I drew. Uh, <laughs> nice job, Nick McElwain. Hey, hey, Thank you. Uh, it's show and tell. And I, we're, I think we have time for Marissa, right? Yeah. Uh, we can I do, forgot, a, we do another had... a quick one. Marissa, what do you have for the class? She she just ran out of her office. Yeah. So she, she didn't was know te- she was going to be doing it. Yeah, she was telling me out uh, before we started the segment. She had one just in case uh, we didn't have enough. Or we had we had too much time. She's we're, filling yeah. out one of those Dr. Seuss books right now? Yeah. Well, yeah. she wasn't sure if, if this, if this segment didn't go anywhere and we had, we had extra time, we could put her in. But She's we, got a big package. We've got here. just enough to do another one, and then we got a break because we have some guests coming up in a moment. All right, Marissa. <laughs> is that a, oh what is that, a canned ham? Oh, my God. You just dumped something heavily All on right. the counter. I mentioned this before, and you guys kind of lit up. Um, it lives in my house, and I get to see it every day, and I'm really excited to share it with you guys. Okay. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is an old-time uh, adding machine. Oh, wow. wow. Or the calculator, if you will, but it's a type that you would find in, like, a store. And you pull the lever down. And when the you... clerk would uh, would print up your receipt. Or at Magnata and Son's office in South Philadelphia, because wow. this was my grandmother's adding machine, where she kept the books. Let's hear some noise from that. Let's hear it. Crank it. There you go. That's really cool. That's awesome. When my, my grandparents had one, it was a little bit bigger than that, and as a kid... I played with it all the oh, yeah. time. I love. You're it. fascinated, Preston. We used to have the old, you know, Underwood typewriters. I mean, the real old, you know, uh, the kind of stuff Tom Hanks collects. And uh, they're uh, you're, you're fascinated by them as a kid. Wait, so are these bells? Yeah. Uh, no, no. That should be where the printer uh, ribbon is. Oh, maybe that's why it doesn't print anymore. Well, it's, yeah, so yeah. There's a ribbon that goes between those. It's a. It's a, There's two um, reels. Uh, technically, that, that Preston, that. it's an adding machine slash Sibian. <laughs> it's about that size. So um, there's still like a. There's still a, a addition, or there's still numbers on it from the last thing my grandmother typed. Because my grandmother like never stopped working, so my dad or my grandfather probably just like handed her a calculator and she just like swapped it out. <laughs> was like, all right, I'm done with these numbers, and boom, on to the next thing. What, was your, was it an accounting firm? Uh, uh, what was it? Was it was a HVAC plumbing company. Oh, okay. 
so they were right there on uh, Snyder Avenue, and wow. my uh, grandmother was in the office and kept the books. See, I want something like, oh, okay, I have another yeah. idea then. Okay. You guys, are Kathy, do you have any ideas now? You said you oh, do? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Right. I know. Ex- I remember exactly what it was. Yeah, I wrote I down a couple is. more things, so I'll, I'll be ready for another show. <laughs> yeah. I think, frankly, I think you guys all killed it. Uh, yeah, this says it's a Bur- Burroughs, a Burroughs portable adding machine. Look at how portable it is. Only weighs 112 pounds. <laughs> oh, and my this, God. This is the type of thing that if you were at a general store or something like that, because my grandparents owned a general store, and that's what they would use to uh, ring up the receipts. And Preston, you put this in like like an antique store out, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, in any uh, remote area and, uh, you know, a little extra dust on it, you could sell it for a lot of money. Yeah, totally. I bet you could, right? I mean, these things, people love these uh, oh, yeah. these things. Yeah, I was in a store this just this weekend, and they had things like this all over decorating How the much? store. How much? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it was, literally, it was a clothing store, and oh. this was just filling out the shelves. So okay. do you, is that out as decoration in your house? It or is. You just, yeah. It's an Marissa's almost... got, I'm sorry to interrupt, she's got some cool antiques. You have antique cameras, uh, radios. Uh, or have I you have, started doing radios yet? I'd love to get an I have radio. a radio that's my boyfriend's grandfather. So all the cameras you'll see in like a Zoom call or um, when I did my TV show, they were in the background. Those are all my grandparents. They're kind of like the ones that you look down at, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You look down oh, yeah. Into the, uh, yeah. 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 They're really cool. So it's everything from my grandparents, the old ones, like the Polaroid ones to the ones my dad used in the 60s and like the 70s. A Browning camera, like the... the, the one like that for yeah. my grandfather, right. yeah, and then a Nikon from my parents and things like that. And then I have photos that I realized later that were, like, developed on that and are printed and hanging on my wall from those cameras. Cool. Wow. Oh, excellent. Well done, That's Marissa. That's awesome. Oh, thanks, Good show and tell. First ever Preston and Steve show, show and tell. And uh, hopefully you had a chance to see some of this stuff. If you watch, follow us on uh, on YouTube. You were able to... Take a peek at Casey's uh, light-up shoes and Nick's novel about his life and my bayonet that I brought in to third grade uh, and Marissa's adding machine. That's really cool. All right, so now we've given some ideas to yes, Steve and Kathy. Yes. Next time, I think we'll have a full class participation. Absolutely. Yeah, and yes. I, I sent you guys the link for my shoes. You guys might want to get them now before everybody gets them. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, guys. Uh, let's take a break. Come back in a second. When we return, Mr. Alex Lifeson of Rush Talking about his new band, Envy of None. His fellow bandmate, Andy Kern, will be joining us as well. We'll be back in a moment. Don't forget his tattoos day as well. You want a Preston and Steve tattoo? Text word tattoo 39333. It's from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing on South Strip. We'll be back in a few. Preston and Steve on 933 WMMR. So we got more chances for you to win money and tickets coming up later on. It's MMR's uh, concert cash that's taking place. Uh, next opportunity, less than an hour from now. We'll do it at 10 a.m., and it's uh, real simple. You've probably been through the drill before because we've done this type of thing many times, giving away lots and lots of money over the years. I love this. We're going to include concert tickets along with it this time. So um, at 10, we'll give you a keyword, and we'll tell you how to enter that. You'll have until 15 minutes after the hour. And if you are able to do that, uh, then you will be in the running. And you might win $500 and a pair of MMRBQ tickets, which we'll draw randomly. And then we'll get in touch with you and let you know if you win. If you enter the right way, you might win $10,000. I don't know why you wouldn't do that. I know. It's through the uh, the MMR app or through at uh, WMMR.com as well. So uh, we're kind of killing a little bit of time until our uh, guests are ready to go for an interview. Uh, I just got a text message from my wife. Uh, yep. Just we were killing a little bit of time. Uh, she has already quit the day. Uh, she, Kathy, um, you know, spills are, are terrible, right? But like, what, what happens when you spill an entire thing of a cleaning product? So she spilled, uh, laundry detergent 
like how cleaning up laundry detergent is uh, like that is virtually impossible because it's 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 that thick um, gel sort of liquidy crap. You need you need like a can you use like a wet vac and then clean (sighs) it after you get can you move? Mm, We we, I think it might be easier to move, but what also sucks is it um, spilled into the closet in there as well. Uh, that is rather unfortunate, uh, and I'm just letting her know publicly that my heart goes out. To <laughs> okay, thank you. Because you're not there to help. Casey's wife and her time of tragedy. Diane, I think she, I think he said leave it. He'll do it when he gets home. Yeah. All right, uh, I believe our guests are ready to go. Here's Excellent. the deal: they they can't hear them in the other room, so they're letting me to just know that I'm going to bring this little uh, as as Pierre would call it, gadget up. Right, and then we should be able to hear them. But yeah. I'm going to play a little clip of the music uh, because uh, Alex Lifeson from the band Rush yeah. has a new group, and uh, they are called Envy of None, and it's along with Andy Kern, who we're going to speak to as well, and uh, a lovely singer named Mar- uh, Maya. Really good. Uh, I'm going to play a little bit of this for you because it sounds nothing like what you would expect yeah. from Alex Lifeson. <laughs> Yeah. All right, and uh, while I'm sitting here playing with my Alex Lifeson dolls, <laughs> did you guys see them? I yeah. do. You got all your figures right, all your Rush ni- figures. 1970s Alex yeah. and 1980s Alex <laughs> and Funko Pop Alex. I didn't see you playing with your Alex Lifeson dolls again. No, yes, sir. No, I didn't see you doing that again. Uh, please welcome Alex Lifeson and Andy Curry. Yeah. This morning. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Thank Philadelphia. You. Hey, yeah, thanks for coming on, guys. I don't, I, uh, we can't see you. I don't know if you could see me and Alex with with my dolls. <laughs> yes, I see them with your zigzag shirt as well. Oh, yeah. there Thank we go. Thank you for noticing that. I appreciate that. <laughs> Hey, uh, well, listen, um, thank you guys. Very nice to meet you, uh, Andy, Alex. I've, uh, you know, we go way back. I've met you at meet and greets before. You know, yeah, you remember everybody. <laughs> um, but no, um, I'm happy, Alex, that, uh, that you got a new thing going on musically. This is a, a really cool uh, project. And, and I'm curious how um, this came together between you and Maya and the whole group and ended up, um, you know, creating this music. Well, Andy, uh, Andy and I have known each other for a very long time. We were label mates. Um, after Andy uh, was finished with Coney Hatch, he went to work our office. And so he was out with us for the boy, 15 years, I guess, that he yeah. was there quite often. And uh, after the last Rush Tour in 2015, Andy approached me, oh, I don't know, but, uh, the following year, I guess, and um, just asked if I would play on some stuff that he'd been working on. So we very casually started to develop this writing relationship. <laughs> he met Maya along the road, and uh, when I heard her voice, I thought, oh, my God, this this project can really go somewhere. So we went from being sort of a casual few songs project to being a full album uh, and really concentrating on the writing over the last year and recording. We never worked together in the same room. Um, it's all been by sharing files and, uh, it's been such an, an amazing experience, really, really rewarding, certainly for me. I get to play guitar <laughs> in ways I never expected I could. Yeah, so I, that was a real treat. I was reading an interview with you, uh, Alex, and uh, talking about how you, you are very proud that this is such a departure in sound. But the, the, the funny thing is, is that, you know, rock or in general or music like this in general, you know, 
in the days of old AM radio, you know, you'd get you just here in at least in the United States, you get like all sorts of different things, and and you could be you could experience different things, and and to add other things to the menu, like this sound, which is a sound that I really like. Preston was sort of invoking um, some of the bands you mentioned earlier. Preston, we were talking about Massey Star and yeah, and, and uh, like this uh, moody female led group yeah. that, that have this. Uh, I, you know this this kind of darker but cool hip tone to them. You know? Yeah. So so was yeah. it was it I mean was it by design or as you started to record did you realize with Maya that this was going to be the tone? Um. Well, there was something about her voice that really contrasted the music that we were developing. Uh, it seemed like her voice, being as fragile. Uh, and delicate as it is, worked on top of whatever we did, whether it was sort of had an industrial bent to it or country and western or pop right. or you know, anything. Maya's voice just felt so uniquely connected to the music and her lyrics are great. Uh, I think Andy and I just were really inspired by the direction that it was going to right off the bat. Right, Randy? Uh, Andy, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think, you know, it, it was interesting, guys, because no matter what landscape we created musically, um, Maya's voice just seemed to be the icing on the cake and was very, very evocative and, as you said, moody. Um, and there were times we had some discussions with her where she was like, I, I, I think I got to press the gas pedal a little bit more and, mm. and dig in. And we were like, no, just be yourself. Let us be nasty around you, you know. But um, she, uh, she, she, we were all impressed. We just thought her... her her grasp of melodies and harmonies and, as Alex said, her lyric writing at a very young age when we met her. She was 21. By the time we finished, she was the ripe old age of 24, 25. So. <laughs> uh, and you, you guys have a few more uh, miles logged than she does. And, Andy, how did she get on your radar? Did, did you see her out at a show or did she, uh, uh, you know, uh, seek you out? Well, you, you guys will appreciate this being in radio. I was asked um, uh, uh, to be a, a judge for an online radio contest, and Maya ended up being a um, one of the finalists. And part of her uh, part of the prize was she was going to get some money for recording and, and some gear and stuff. And then they said, "And you can have a, a mentoring call with a music industry expert." And I've never considered myself an expert, but I, I said that's a pretty crappy prize, but I'll do it <laughs> anyway. It was it was during that call. Um, she was asking for some advice and then without even breaking stride, she said, you know, I looked you up on the internet and you, um, would you be interested in what about if we co-wrote together? And that was the beginning of it all. There was a song on the record called shadow. And, um, I started working on the seeds of that idea with her and eventually sent it to Alex and, and said, Alex, what do you think about this? I think we found somebody pretty special and would you be interested in playing on it? And that was the beginning of envy of none. So Andy uh, and Alex, um, uh, we'll go with Andy first. What, what do you give me the 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 absolute plus of recording this the way you did in sort of a disjointed fashion, and the absolute prime negative of this scenario? Well, Steve, yeah, go ahead, sorry, go ahead, Al, go ahead. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. Um, for me, I love working like this. I love working on my own independently, where I can experiment, I can try things, I can take my time, I can delete stuff I don't like. That, you know, it's great to have people in the room and it's great to have, be part of that vibe and the enthusiasm, but it, invariably everybody throws ideas at you. It can be just a little too much information when you're trying to focus on something right. because things take a while to do right. 
so for me, working in my room by myself was just perfect. And then we would share the files and we would build the song like a pyramid. And once we got to the apex and we felt the song was complete, then we moved on to the next one. I, I had a chance to, uh, to to track the whole album, and I found out something really cool that I didn't know until afterwards. And there's a lot of great songs in there, I really like Cabo Blues. But one stood out, and it was an instrumental called Western Sunset. And I just thought it was a really pretty departure from uh, from the rest of, of the, the overall sound of the record. And then I was reading um, this morning, uh, and Alex, you can tell me if, if what the truth to this is or not, but it, uh, uh, it, it was an homage to, to my idol, your brother, uh, Neil Peart, and is that indeed the case? And if so, how did that song come about? Well, it, you know, I was working on that song, and I was visiting with Neil uh, as we did quite often through that period of time. And Neil had a little uh, balcony, like a patio, uh, on the second floor of his office, and we would go up up there and sit, and he'd smoke cigarettes, and <laughs> we'd watch uh, the sunset. And it just struck me that that moment was very calm, serene, and peaceful, uh, despite this very heavy burden that we were all feeling at the time. And the sun, as, the, as, a, as it set, filtered through the trees as we were sitting up there, and it struck me that the day ends and it's a, uh, a, the, that day's over and that day will not come again. But the sun comes up again the next day. And uh, it just, that, that closure of the sunset and what it represented to me at that moment uh, felt like just the right kind of thing. And I wanted to create something that was evocative of that moment that had that same peaceful feeling of serenity that we were sharing at the time. I think it's so cool that a musician is able to go, I want to capture <laughs> audibly what a sunset means that can invoke a, a, a visual picture. Now, we do it with words. You know, uh, uh, theater of the mind is what we do. But when you can do that uh, with tones, um, it's pretty it's pretty impressive. And, and were you able to to nail it heading right out? You know, like, I know... I know what key I want to go in. I know what notes I want to get to. Can can you create things like that? Do you know a picture uh, sonically in someone's mind? Yeah, you know, for me, and I think it's from my history with Rush, it's, Rush was a very cinematic band as well. I think the stuff that we created, we, we saw it as we wrote it. And I don't know if I have that ability or why I have it, but I seem to have it. And uh, when I think of music... I think of colors and I think of patterns. I think of a palette. And, and it might be trite to say that because a lot of musicians feel that way. But that's exactly the way I, I picture music. Uh, and I want it to have that kind of response, a very cinematic response. Nice. And that one that one took some time. Okay. I worked on that song for about five years to develop it the way I wanted it. And Andy helped me a lot with that. Uh, redoing the bass part in a very sensitive way. So, um, yeah, I think those things, those things take time to develop. Well, um, Go ahead. Andy. And Preston, I was just going to say, Preston, there's a, there's a really interesting part of this that, that, that plays into your, your question, especially I, I'm, I'm, I grew up with Rush too and, and a huge fan of the band, but serendipitously, and I didn't know it when Alex had sent me the idea, but um, on one of the last tours, Getty Lee uh, gave me a, a Fender fretless Jacko Pastore's um, jazz bass oh, as a wow. present. 
and a thank you. And, um, it, and it's one of my favorite prized possessions. And so when Alex sent um, Western Sunset over, I thought, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this not knowing where the inspiration came from. So I look at it now, fast forward, and, and, and knowing that he um, c- composed that song with Neil in mind and that I ended up playing a bass that Getty gave me, it just tied it all together, you know? It's so energy. cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that is yeah. very cool. You talk about also what you what you see in, in both of you, uh, you know, in your mind. What we all experience, I tend to think of the presentation of the music on stage. How does this present on stage? So Envy of None, um, to me, seems, and I was, I, I think both of you said it at various points, that this is a more, this is, uh, this is proper lighting, not arena, but a theater, um, you know. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, is that something that we will see, a, a sort of, um, you know, kind of... Uh, here and there sort of tour for Envy of None? Is that in the works? You know, we keep saying uh, we we would have to wait until the album comes out and see what the response is like and what the demand is like to put something together. I, for one, uh, am not really interested in going on the road. I, I spent 41 years on the mm-hmm. road, and honestly, that was quite enough. And I think Andy feels similarly. Um, but I'm sure Maya would love to get out there. She's young and she's uh, very visual, and um, and I'll definitely buy a ticket to sit in that audience to watch that show. <laughs> I think this music presented in a small theater could be so dramatic and have such power to it. If we do something, we'll we'll create something, and I would say that uh, Andy and I would maybe do some shows together with whatever band that's created to take this on the road and that would be fun but uh i I don't know if i would be up for a a major tour certainly right uh listen i want to commend you know your years on the road obviously uh you guys worked hard for a long long time and rush i had a chance to meet you on a few occasions at meet and greets and you guys had it down to a science it was (laughs) so wonderfully well done where we've come up meet get a picture have a chance to say a couple of words and i Made a horrible mistake. <laughs> I tried to say something witty to you, Alex, and I was just like, right after it left my mouth, I was like, "Oh, you idiot!" <laughs> uh, and uh, I but- haven't been the same since. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad it was. I, I learned from that point on. Just say thank you for the music. Thank you. It's nice to me, blah, 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 blah. and then move along and stop stop trying to stand out. But listen, you know you've uh, you're, you're a professional. You handled it really well, and you you appeased me. So I appreciate that. And uh, I've even had uh, I've had a chance recently, and and I want to uh, a testament to people who are fans of you and your music and the great lengths that Rush fans, and we'll see if maybe Envy of None fans do. Uh, someone recently got me uh, some of the beer that you guys had, uh, the first batch. I know there's another one, uh, Moving Pitchers, but um, I got a letter, Alex, from this guy who who got it in, in Canada. He then took it. It went through like eight different hands before it got to me, <laughs> crossing the border yeah. and all this stuff just to get it to me because you can't get it here in the States. And you guys saw, I read it on the air. It's, it's like, easier to was, smuggle heroin than it yeah. was. I was blown away, uh, you know, and, and that comes from the love of your band. So uh, I'm sure that they're, you know, while this is a completely different thing and has a completely different sound to it, we'll at least embrace and check out what, uh, what you have done. What, what are you expecting to hear back uh, from Rush fans about Envy of None? Um, I don't know. You know, it's early still. I haven't really heard too much. Uh, I've read some of the reviews, and they've all been very, very positive. And the interesting thing is that, you know, they talk about the differences and that it's not 
an extension of rush and it's not some sort of unfulfilled desire i had to to continue what i'd done um so that's very promising to me because i really spent a lot of time trying to not be that kind of guitar player the songs are not rush songs and you know no no matter what you do you can't make them a song that getty and neil and i would have written so uh it's something completely different and it's it's a really wonderful expression of where i'm at as a musician at this point in my life how about uh feedback from getty and also uh to back up on that when uh after alex uh if if you give us any reactions that he've had i'm curious andy what he has to say about your bass playing well, Preston, I, you know, Getty and I have been friends since we were 13 years old. We're, we're best friends. We, it's, we, we shared the experience of Rush, but we share a lot of experience, life experiences. Um, you know, we were together just a couple nights ago with a, a really great dinner um, and catching up on what the last couple of weeks have been. Never mind the last couple of years. So we're always seeing each other. We're always part of each other's lives. Look, he's working on his book. I worked on this record. We do stuff and we, we share our interests. He updates me on how the book is going. I let him know about how, uh, envy of none was going. He asked me about it the other night. Like, we support each other because we're friends and yeah. we, we we respect what we see in each other's uh, life path. And if our path, if our paths cross again at some point musically in the future, fantastic. And if they know if they don't, well, fantastic. We'll always love each other and be great friends. So, yeah. Alex, yeah. and go ahead. Uh, sorry, I was just going to say, guys, certainly. Um, a bit of an albatross looming above the project, knowing that that Alex's partner was get, was Getty Lee, and, um, so I, I was very cautious. Uh, listen, I don't have those type of bass chops. I'm, I mean, I can I can muck around at home and, and lift stuff, and I did lift many Rush songs as a as a teenager growing up. But um, as Alex said, this is a bit of a different thing. I mean, maybe the song "Look Inside" might be the closest to a Rush type bass line. But um, I certainly was conscious of it and, and wasn't going to dare try to go head to head with Mr. Getty Lee right. in the bass department. That was that was that was not even a thought process and nor would I have tried. I would have failed miserably. <laughs> I, I wouldn't think that you would, but that's cool that you had that in your head. And I was curious about that because of what, what a force he's been in the world of music. So that's cool to hear. I like that. Uh, by the way, Marissa got me the uh, our producer got me uh, the beer. By the way, it went from Toronto to Ontario to Michigan to Ohio to mm. Harrisburg to Langhorn, and eventually <laughs> landed here at our studio in Balakinwood, Pennsylvania. So it was That's a bit of a smuggling ring. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Alex. <laughs> nice, That's pretty good. Um, well, listen, guys. Uh, congratulations on on this album. It, yeah. it is out officially on Friday. There is pre order available at envyofnone.com. Uh, Andy, it's great to meet you. Alex, I am thrilled that you are creating more music. I'm so, so happy as a fan uh, to uh, to be able to experience what you have to give to the world. So so thank you on behalf of me and, and all Rush fans. Well, thank you very much. And thanks for spending the time with us this morning. Anytime. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, and, and uh, have a good one. Good luck with everything. And if you come to Philadelphia, we yes. will see you. Yes. Thank you, guys. Envy we'll of Nun. Alex Lifeson and Andy Curran. That is so cool.
<laughs> Very oh nice. God. That's cool. It's super nice. By the way, um, Alex, you point to his, his sense of humor. You know, at the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, <sighs> induction, he was hilarious. He is. Uh, they eventually got to a point in their career, like you said, they're a very cinematic band, not yep. only sonically giving you a, a, a picture in your head, but they would do these stage shows um, that would involve uh, a lot of, obviously, lights and, and, yeah. and effects, but they would do they would have a big video screen behind them and they would eventually, later on in their career, they started making these little movies that would play and Alex would play these outrageous, over-the-top characters mm-hmm. that were just hilarious. And if you've ever seen he and Getty, like you said, they're best friends. They've been friends since they were 13. And they still talk yeah. like they're hanging out in high school and goofing off. And it's just they make each other laugh. It's and, wild. And he loves making Getty laugh. It's so damn funny. So um, that was incredibly cool. Yeah. I'm so happy. Yay. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, Casey, give me the wrap up. we got to take a quick break. We'll come back in a moment. We're trying to stay on time. Uh, for our MMR concert cash, which will be at 10 o'clock. Your next chance to win $500 and the concert tickets as well to the MMRBQ. So let's break, come back, we'll do the Bizarre File and get to all that in a bit. Stay with us. Mammoth and Dirty Honey are carrying the rock flag for the next generation. If you were at their show at the Fillmore a few nights ago, you know exactly what I mean. Relive the gig with our concert gallery posted at WMMR.com and watch an interview hosted by me, Brent Porsche, in Studio Z. We'll get into the Bizarre Files stories now. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right, we'll begin with this one. Uh, an absolute nightmare of a story. The nation's first winning $10 million Powerball double-played ticket sold in Maryland went unclaimed earlier this week after a full year of waiting for the winner to come forward. Oh my God. On the night of September 27th, 2021, a lottery player in Maryland made history when they bought a Powerball ticket with the double-play option and won the very first $10 million top prize from the add-on features extra drawing six months later. Actually, it wasn't a year. Six months later, uh, the on Monday, this past Monday, the ticket expired and the prize money went unclaimed. Shouldn't they give it to the second closest number? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> One off. Right, right. Ought to get it. Oh, Wait, and it's only six months, you said? That's what this says. Six months later, yeah, because it was September 27th. I thought you did have a year. Yeah, I thought so too, but uh, apparently... This maybe this particular one. This, uh, this oh, they're particular. getting smart now. It'll soon be a half hour. Maybe it has to do with the double play. I don't really state. know, Kath. Yeah. Uh, so uh, lottery winners in Maryland have 182 days from the draw date to claim their winning ticket before it expires. Oh, that okay. sucks. Since no one claimed the ten million dollar top prize by four p.m. this past Monday, the money went back to 10 the million, state. Ten million. Ten million. Ten million. Ten million. Ten million. Ten million dollars. Uh, the Maryland Lottery put out a reminder in February that the ticket would expire in a month, so mm-hmm. they, they did what they can. All right. Uh, the only thing the lottery heard back was crickets. And while winning tickets do expire from time to time, it's rare for a large prize like wow. this one to go unclaimed. Is it only to the residents of Maryland, or is it... Um, whoever... I, I'm not really sure. Because they should have gone door to door. It says, yeah. as per state law, the $10 million prize will go back to the lottery's prize fund, which will contribute to future lottery prizes. I will sometimes let 
If I hear there was no big winner, right, right, right. I'm in no hurry to go check my ticket. And also, you always know where it happened. It sure. Anywhere near you. the location. And I forget about getting it, uh, you know, checked, and, and I will let it lapse a little bit from time to time. But I never let it go that long. Uh, the pilots on a Delta Airlines flight from Salt Lake City to Washington, D.C., decided to bring their jet down in Denver over the weekend after the cockpit windshield shattered above 30,000 feet. Uh, the crew repeatedly told passengers to remain calm until they landed. So I saw a picture of it afterwards, and it is. How it's, shattered? It's spiderwebbed. I really? Mean, it's like complete. Mm. I don't know how they could even see out of it, to be honest. Yeah, we're so going to die. Uh, <laughs> we're going to crash very soon. I want to die. I'm screaming. I can't take it. Please kill me now. Rachel Wright, one of the 198 passengers, said they came on the loudspeaker saying that the windshield had shattered and that we were diverting to Denver in about 10 minutes. Didn't they start by easing them into it with the Rolling Stones song? Uh, shattered. Yeah. yeah, this just starts yeah. playing yeah. over the intercom. Yeah. What is that? Why are they shattered, playing this? Shattered our windshield. Have a good flight. Yeah. Uh, a photo of the windshield taken by a passenger shows the glass, though lined with cracks, didn't Jeez. fall from its frame. Commercial airline pilot shattered. Uh, said jetliner windshields uh, can be two inches thick with several layered panes of glass. Sitting in the cockpit, our windshield shattered. The uh, the crew announced a diversion about 90 minutes into the flight after the plane had reached cruising altitude, which is above 30,000 feet. She said they kept coming on and saying for everyone to stay calm, to be calm, and that we were calm. So being told to stay calm while we were calm <laughs> made us feel a little panicky, she said. <laughs> Passengers were able to see the shattered glass once they landed. The way, flight staff could bring the two remaining parachutes to the cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, passengers boarded a new plane in Denver and continued on to Washington. And uh, right, the passenger play, praised Delta for bringing the jet down safely and said that the airline was very accommodating. Um, so baked beans, filled shoes, and spaghetti splattered <laughs> the walls. Clothes were ruined, and the cords of kitchen appliances were cut. Alicia Moy, who is 20 years old, came home to the dreadful scene after calling it off with Jordan Kobold, 21 years old, following just a few weeks together. Uh, she said, this is my first home, and Jordan completely violated it. Thanks to him, I suffer with trust issues now. I despise him. Uh, she had just moved into her very first apartment. Uh, this is in England, in Suffolk, uh, in January of last year. She was uh, single and had been using Tinder on and off for a while. Uh -huh. She said, I wasn't looking for a long-term relationship, but until Jordan, I'd never met up with any of my matches and really just used Tinder to chat uh, with old school friends. She said, but uh, I wanted to meet Jordan in person. After they had been dating for a couple of weeks, he suggested that he take a spare key to her apartment. No. Uh, soon after this, she realized their relationship was going nowhere. She said, things turned weird. He'd be watching a movie, and he would just burst into tears for no reason. I'd ask him the problem, and he would ignore me. And then when we got together, he started saying stuff like, this is the stage of the relationship when everything starts going wrong. It always goes wrong at this point. <laughs> and we'd only been seeing each other. What is it about you Brits? A, a matter of weeks. It was so confusing. I couldn't understand why he was being so intense and needy. You're a crazy bird. Uh, Alicia eventually messaged him to call it off, and he blocked her. She went to work the next day and returned home. It. Returned home, she said she knew something was wrong when she walked in. She said, I opened my living room door and burst into tears at the side in front of me. He had pulled my shoes out of the cloakroom and poured beans and spaghetti inside oh, of them. my God. There were condiments splattered all over the walls and cooking sauce poured all over my vacuum cleaner. 
When she reached the kitchen, she found that the cords of her brand new appliances had been cut. The fridge freezer had been turned off and cooking oil poured all over the place. Sounds like a kid throwing a tantrum. Mm -hmm. She called her mom in tears after finding her makeup destroyed. By the way, lifting up her dicker. (laughs) uh, Shower gel in her drawers and shoes in the toilet. In the loo. Uh, Her Her mom had uh, had to call the police uh, because she said she couldn't get words out. And while police investigated the crime, she moved to stay with a relative. And I don't know what ended up happening to the dude. Well, but. better he she he did what he did while she wasn't there. What right. if she was there? Yep. All right, and there you go. That's it for the bizarre file. With that, we got time to break and come back for MMR yeah. uh, concert cash. Excellent. That's what we're going to do. We return with your opportunity to win some money and tickets, and we want you to get them. So stay right there. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate stevensinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Royal Blonde, they're playing the MMRBQ. That song is called Honey Brains mm. on 93.3 WMMR. And speaking of MMRBQ, <laughs> now, here's your concert cash keyword. By the way, that's our buddy Zach doing that jingle for the end of our concert cash. I love it. All right. The word is digital. D-I-G-I-T-A-L. Dr. Mike's favorite exam. Mm-hmm. Let's see if you can enter that. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. And there are three ways to do it. You can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you want to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. So uh, one random entry, by the way, chosen, and we'll win $500 in our company-wide contest. And all MMR winners receive two free tickets to the MMR BQ. Uh, winners will, be get a call, will get a call from our company, Beasley, so make sure that you do answer your phone. Contest rules are at WMMR.com and is sponsored by AAA Distributor. And again, the word is digital, D-I-G-I-T-A-L, so come and get it. Now, while you're doing that, we also have something else that we're going to give away in conjunction with our lesson question. We have a pair of tickets. Uh, to see uh, Brent Morin, who's going to be performing at the Punchline, Philly, April 16th. Uh, Question that I have. We did show and tell this morning. We did. Name one of the three items that Nick McElwain brought in Uh for show and tell. Let's see if you were listening. 215-263-WMMR. Name one of the items that Nick brought in for show and tell. If you want to just describe it, that's fine, too. We'll see if you can get it right. And we'll do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Natural Lawn of America. Safer for your lawn, kids, and pets. You can schedule their full service program and get free seating every year. Call 800-FREE-SEED. 
Natural Lawn of America, greener grass, fewer weeds, guaranteed. What's up, Steve? Well, Joe Exotic announcing he's accepted the proposal of a fellow inmate he met behind bars named John Graham. Exotic says Graham didn't want to do the cliche proposal thing by slipping a ring on his finger and instead inserted a broom handle. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, my God. Taryn Edgerton has dropped out of the production of a West End play called, and I'm going to spell the name, C-O-C-K, only uh, a month after performances began. Producers are suggesting that Edgerton, Edgerton might have purposely jumped from that show because there's an opening in vagina. Oh, no. Hey! And finally, Khloe Kardashian has responded to fans who think she has had butt implants in her latest Instagram posts. Khloe explains that her butt looks bigger because that's where the fat stores when she's hibernating. No. <laughs> that's her Hollywood dress. All right, uh, we had show and tell earlier this morning. Uh, a few of us brought in various items to describe and show to you, those who watch us on the video. And I need to see if you know one of the three items that Nick brought in this morning. I will go to Joe and see if we can get an answer. Hey, Joe, good morning. Morning, Dad, too. All right, Joe, what's one of the three items that Nick brought in? He brought that stupid little gay book in. (laughs) Oh, my God. No. All right, we'll go next to Brian and see if he can get it. Hey, Brian. Hey, you guys rock. Thank you. What did Nick bring in? Uh, the book, All About Me. All About yeah. Me. Much more play is correct. Hang on a moment, Brian. It's an adorable book. We are going to set you up with a uh, pair of tickets to see Brent Morin, Saturday, April 16th, Punchline Philly. Tickets are on sale now for five shows, by the way, with Brent Morin. Thursday, April 14th through Saturday, April 16th, and punchlinephilly.com for tickets and information. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93. WMMR. All right, I just have a couple of things for you, and that will be all. We'll start with this one. This was actually just handed to me. I was originally... I don't remember. Oh, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. I thought you said there was no sponsor. All right. Oh! Our sponsor is A.D. Moyer Lumber, and trusted experts since 1939. A.D. Moyer Lumber is your professional source for decks, windows, doors, kitchens, Millwork and more, you can visit them on the web at admoyer.com. Now, initially, I was going to report on just a rumor that these bands were going to be performing together. And now I have confirmation and a concert uh, uh, announcement uh, oh. to mention oh. for MMR being stoked about this. This would be a great show. Two bands, Corn and Evanescence. Hey. We'll be playing together, and it will be on a Saturday in the summer, Saturday, August 27th, at Waterfront Music Pavilion. And tickets will go on sale for this show on Friday, April 8th at 10 a.m. And that will become uh, that will be via Ticketmaster. And if you want your chance to win tickets, listen to Marcus, who is in for Jackie all week, and he will have an opportunity for you to win those tickets. So, again... Uh, it's going to be Corn and Evanescence both performing at the Waterfront Music Pavilion Saturday, August 27th. Tickets on sale this Friday, April 8th at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster. And then tune in to Marcus tonight filling in for Jack and Jackson. <laughs> filling in for Jackie for your chance to win. I'm, I'm in the same the boat. Tickets. I know, dude. Hey, it's almost Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. Not even close. <laughs> And we have this special panel thing that we have to do for industry professionals when we're done. That's going to be We just barely finished Monday. I know. 
Metallica's All Within My Hands Foundation has donated $500,000 to World Central Kitchen to help feed Ukrainian refugees. The organization was founded by Chef Jose Andres uh, to provide meals in response to humanitarian climate and community crises. Um, Metallica's Lars Ulrich said... The work that Chef Jose Andres uh, and the dedicated World Central Kitchen cooks do on the front lines in humanitarian crises is nothing short of incredible. We are inspired, humbled, and beyond proud to support their teams currently in six European countries serving the millions of Ukrainians who have been forced to leave their homes. WCK represents everything that Metallica and our Within My Hands Foundation stands for by providing meals with dignity and hope worldwide. Uh, nice. Metallica seeks to raise even more money uh, for this cause, a million dollars over the next two months to be exact. Uh, so to help meet their goal, uh, artist Andrew uh, Cremines has created a special T-shirt for Metallica. It's currently available via Metallica's web store. All proceeds from the sale of the shirts will benefit the World Central Kitchen's uh, campaign. Donations are uh, appreciated via the uh, All Within My Hands Foundation website. And then one last thing, George Harrison's widow, Olivia Harrison, uh, says receiving the Grammy on behalf of her husband's work is still bittersweet. Olivia and the couple's son, Danny Harrison, uh, received as executive producers on the All Things Must Pass 50th Anniversary Edition, which won the Grammy Award on Sunday night for Best Boxed or Special Limited Edition Package. Olivia spoke to Grammy.com. Talking about George being saluted for his life's work, she said it's always bittersweet when George is recognized, but it's wonderful. This last project, because it was locked down and we were at home and we had our bubble that we put in together really at home, uh, you know, we had time and every little detail, all the textures. Uh, Donnie really drove the project. It was his idea, um, and I thought it was ambitious. So uh, I had a role, and I curated the book, and Donnie was really supervising all the elements and it was recognized and that's really really nice she Listen, says i'm looking at the uh, the instagram and yes. i see that a rita wilson has written i think uh i'm as exciting as excited as you are thrilled so bleeping happy for you and danny and i guess they're friends that oh. must be nice yeah rita wilson of course lovely i know lovely. That, she's tom yeah. hanks wife Anytime, uh, there's a rita moment we have a regis, absolutely regis and, and rita. enchanting sweetheart regis and rita absolutely that goes together goes quite well. nicely yeah all i have to do is bump off tom hanks that's all you gotta do well and, or kill dead. her because uh, then uh, you're dead her. yeah yeah you oh, can have her yeah yeah, yeah. six of one have yeah. those <laughs> All right, uh, and that's it. Music news reminder: We got about five minutes left for you to enter the word "digital" for the concert cash giveaway. So that is the word again: "digital." D i g i t a l. Make sure you enter that now because we'll get a winner in just a little bit. And the next chance is at noon. Don't forget it keeps coming up. All right, throughout the time the day, seven times in the day. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. And uh, are we wrapping stuff up next? Oh, oh my gosh, this is uh, way early. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best-sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD 2, the MM Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Tuesday morning, and what a day we have had today. Some excitement to be had. We showed some things. We learned a little bit. 
Laughed a lot. I think we I think we got closer as a show. I think we did. I think that that little orgy that we had. Oh, yeah, maybe God. one of us is pregnant now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You never know. I know that I'm craving pickles. <laughs> I got an orgy with anyone else for you guys. I got an ooh from Kathy the other day. <laughs> Marissa, jokingly, it was me and Kathy, and Marissa were in the hallway, and Marissa goes, you guys want to make out or something like that? I go, ooh, three-way, and Kathy just goes, ew. <laughs> like, not even able to joke. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy's starting a oh cycle called, called uh, Ew Mates. Wait, my, uh, I was texting with a friend um, earlier this week, and, and I said, oh, how, you know, we hadn't texted in a while. I found an old picture of him, and I sent it to him. And, uh, you know, I said, so how are you doing? And he sent me a picture of his daughter, and she's beautiful, yeah. you know, tall, blonde, absolutely gorgeous. And he goes, how do you think I'm doing? This is my daughter. Yeah. And he goes, and so then he says to me, he goes, you know what? I have a greater appreciation for your prudeness back in high school. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Well, listen, I want to thank uh, Kath, or actually Nick and Casey and Marissa for bringing in items for yeah. show and tell and today. That was fun. I think it was um, I think it was a good uh, segment, and we will have to do it again now that we've given some ideas, and we all have uh, some other things. I've thought of other things sure. I can bring in now. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm really curious about the history of your, your bayonet. I mean, like, if it's yeah. legit, like, used during World War II or whatever. It'd yeah, be cool it to check that down. I, I got an email from a guy who wanted me to take some close-up pictures and send him to him because he said he might be able to okay. identify it. So I'll have to um, I'll have to do that. I'll have to follow through on that. Uh, thank you also to Alex Lifeson yeah. of Rush and Andy Curran. They are in a new band together. It's called Envy of None. Uh, their self-titled debut album comes out on Friday. You can pre-order at envyofnone.com. It is absolutely nothing like Rush whatsoever. No. It's a completely different vibe. Uh, this lead singer, Maya's got a beautiful voice. She does. Uh, so, but check it out. If you're a Rush fan, I mean, don't expect that, but you might hear something you like, you know? And, uh, thank you also to, um, excuse me, we had, uh, Justina, uh, Calgiano, who is on Director of Advancement and Public Relations for Providence Animal Center. And Casey's doing an appearance this weekend. It is the sixth adoption event at Rafferty Subaru. On Westchester Pike, it's in Newtown Square, and you will be there what time? I'll be there from 11 to 1, but the event is going on, uh, I, I believe, until uh, at least 2 p.m. All right, cool. So that is this Saturday. Um, it's Tattoos Day. we got to announce our winners, so let's do that now. We had everybody text in, see if they could win a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo. And we now have a winner, and it's Jacqueline Lloyd. Yay! Jacqueline Lloyd is from Woodstown, New Jersey, and Jacqueline got a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And uh, Tattoos Day on the President's Steve Show, of course, presented by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Uh, they're 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. Uh, for artwork samples, just visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. Uh, we need to do the letter of the day. We're a little bit early, so I'm not expecting Pierre to come rushing <laughs> in here yeah. this morning. I think Casey can handle that. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. L as in Lily. All right, and uh, we will give away on Friday a pair of tickets and autographed guitar and a room for the night as MMR Rocks Steel Panther, who will be playing the Res Erections Tour <laughs> on Saturday, April 30th at Soundwaves at a Hard Rock Hotel in Casino Atlantic City. And tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. 
Click contestwmmr.com for complete details. Uh, take this moment to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show brought to you today by... Uh, Acme Markets, you can get your free flu shot or COVID-19 booster at their pharmacy. Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors. Also brought to you by 80 Moyer Lumber, trusted expert since 1939. Your professional source for decks, windows, doors, kitchens, millwork, and more. And also by Garden State Home Loans, your local mortgage lender. Check them out today at GardenStateLoans.com. Tomorrow on our program, you're in for a treat. First of all, we'll go live on Fox Good Day. We'll get our secret text word and give away a nice prize. We'll continue with the concert cash, as Pierre is going to be doing shortly. But in our studio, an old friend, Mark freaking Wahlberg. will be here to spend some time with us live in the studio. Pretty exciting. Always a good time. Absolutely. So that is it. We are done. Ray, John, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Three, three, WMLR. Bing, there. Doo, doo, be, do, 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 do